You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using. And hey, if you're using that app, click like, subscribe, download, all that stuff. Five stars. Yeah, five yeah, stars cool. in the BDE. Yeah. Yeah. Brayden and Davey, we're your NXT friends. Friends! And we are live on twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Hello, Twitch room. Yes, we are live every Tuesday night. We watch NXT, we talk about it, and, uh, well, we do the same thing on Wednesday nights. We record BDE Elite. Uh, on this very free feed as well for you podcasters, but we uh, we go video for any of you. We got a lot of people. I'm getting a lot of messages. People are like, "Oh, I watch the videos now. Like, I can't stay up, but I watch the next day at work." Oh. And they, they they go, "Oh, now I know what you guys look." I like. would think it's the other way around. You listen at work, would you not? Yeah, while you're doing other stuff. I guess like I just you, sit down and watch. I guess <laughs> like I, I'm talking to you people who got maybe dual screeners at their office job, or maybe right. working from home. You can have one thing on mm-hmm. and the other. Mm-hmm. Hello to you people. Hi, all of you. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, up next. Uh, we talk about NXT every week, and we're going to talk about it tonight because NXT 2.0, it's, it's on a roll. It it's is. on a run. It is. We, we had some good stuff tonight. I was, there was more to be positive about this week than hmm. last week, for sure. Okay. Uh, although I, I did miss out on Briggs and Jensen this week. They were, they were sorely missed. But don't worry. We had uh, some sort of food and robbery vignette promo video. Yep. From another tag team, yeah, that'll take its place. It's everyone's like, hold my beer. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll get that. We'll yeah. get that. We'll definitely get that. Well, we'll be there. We'll be talking BD Elite tomorrow, talking all about uh, all Elite Wrestling and Dynamite and all that stuff. Maybe we'll talk about some New Japan and stuff as well on that show. Uh, but I mean, we do something here on this show when people move up from NXT to the main roster. We pour one out, yeah. And I feel like sometimes we pour 
one out when maybe someone's released from mm-hmm. NXT or WWE. And I feel like we're pouring a lot out right now. I think we've got a bucket that we're pouring out yeah. this time around. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, another mass release happened, was it Friday? Um, from WWE uh, after the... It was a day after we done like a bunch of shows and we're like, oh, great. We yeah. wanted to talk about it. So we're talking about it now. And yeah, the company uh, had their like Q3 um, earnings report and then right after uh, released a bunch of talent. Lost a lot of a lot of Lost people a good, who... A lot of good men out there. Yeah, a lot of NXT people and people that we've talked about. We graduated from us. We, we poured about out yeah. for once, leaving... NXT and now Let's, pouring yeah, out again. I mean, I mean, some 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 of the names here. Obviously, you guys already probably know, but we haven't really talked about is Carrying Cross, yeah, and Scarlet. So mm. Cross uh, came in, he won the title, got injured, then he was sidelined, and he came back. And I mean, we were like kind of hit and miss. He definitely in ring started getting to a level where we're like, yo, this guy should be uh, WWE main player. Like he kind of fits the bill of everything. We thought yeah. that WWE kind of wanted. Didn't really work out. He got a goofy helmet. Yeah, they just they took away so much from his act with Scarlet. Yeah, and gave him the. Did you see his tweet about the helmet? Yeah, something about a stupid helmet. Some fan was like, <laughs> yeah, "How uh, much for the hey, helmet? I'd like to buy the helmet." I would helmet. love that helmet. And he was like, "You don't want that piece of shit." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, at the the weird booking, obviously losing his debut match against Jeff Hardy, and then. They tried to bring it back. It was all downhill since Jeff Hardy. If you feel that Cross would be one of those people that would uh, bounce back, tick a box for them, like they go, yeah. "Oh yeah, that that that's all the things we're looking for." Like yeah. a, a big guy, hot wife who comes to the ring with him, bit scary, has a bit of a legit background as well. Like, right. yeah, it's um, it's kind of odd, very odd, very yeah. odd. A lot of the releases, yeah. Um, like we were, we were again. We were like hot and cold with him in NXT, just because he was tangling with guys who we were watching. The in-ring work was mm. like at an, another level that we were like kind of judging him. But then he 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 did like I felt like he did improve, and I was like, man, this guy should be like WWE champion, definitely. And and I, I think it's it's some sort of a miss for them. I, I'm not not too big into him. I've seen some of his social media stuff since and i know that he you know he like you said he's got this scary gimmick and the whole like he's he's one of the spooky guys he he does a lot of things like uh what is he talk about dorcia from american psycho which right. i'm like all right i'm i'm supporting of an american psycho character so i'm actually more interested in him without the wwe stuff to see like maybe what he himself wants to kind of create because that that always happens uh, i i know that there is news going around about like how maybe some of these people who were released they were released because of a anti-vax situation. Mm. I I haven't really read, nor do I really care to read into. I just saw that there was a bunch of releases, but uh, his is I a mean, shock. Realistically, if uh, if I mean they're a touring company and they're yeah. going to be going to places where performers aren't going to be able to work. So if you're doing cuts, yeah, it, that that kind of does make sense, and that's not a statement on being vaxxed or not right it's a case like you sorry you can't come to work so why am i paying you yeah uh what about um eve marie well they just bought her back (laughs) um yeah uh, another nxt legend there eve marie uh yeah not not she'll be sorely missed where i was gonna i was gonna say going just quickly to cross where would you want to see where do you think he'll show up he was in impact before so i i wouldn't mind impact i think blood sport 
I don't want to see AEW just grab everyone. I think um, I think they've got a lot right now. I don't want to see they've him got. I want to start making other like New Japan strong. Have him go there or something like right. that. Like yeah. I think there are other interesting places that we could maybe make an impact more interesting. Have have some of these people your uh, your Keith Lee's, your Karen Crosses, whoever maybe go there and right. and people go. Oh, did you see that? Carrying Cross Josh Alexander match last night. You yeah. know, that that would be cool stuff to be talking about. I would like to see him tangle it up with Brody King, Malachi Black. He could be the third House of Black guy. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you see Eva Marie go? Bloodsport? For her? <laughs> where would you see one? Oh, yeah, GCW, yeah. Um, <laughs> the match with Nick yeah, Gage. I, I want Eva Marie versus Ali Catch. I can't see her staying in wrestling. Okay, well, uh, Ember Moon. That's someone we talk about on this very show a lot. Ember Moon is someone who I would be interested in maybe having a go in AEW. I think the AEW women's division is starting to... Wait, wait. To... Did you say you want to see someone be all elite? I That's think, my gimmick. I think the women's division is something that yeah. can uh, has definitely improved over the last like six months, I would say. But I think that is an area where AEW could uh, add a few people. And Ember Moon would be great there. Yeah, honestly, Ember Moon's in-ring work is awesome it's always been this weird character thing that they've been doing for forever that never really clicked i don't mm. think but the in-ring there is great she she could not only get to maybe more so express herself in a better way maybe it wasn't up to her we don't i don't know these things but. i feel AEW might be able to find something from her i think if she were to go to somewhere like impact she would just be playing yeah, Ember Moon from NXT. Right. You know, I, yeah, I feel yeah. she wouldn't really change much at all, and that's what you often see with Impact. Whereas people we have seen go to AEW, it's like, all right, let's find uh, something different. And I would like to see her. Yeah, on. I would like to see her in AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of matches. I would like to see her tied up with Deeb, Sheeta. Oh, for sure. Like, there's so yeah. many there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm upset about one. Grand, Grand Metal League. You know, I was. I'm sad. We but never that, got that documentary. It, not yet. They've got that documentary, and she's getting a title match. Yeah, so. yeah she's great. Good stuff. <laughs> Grand um, Metalik and Lince Dorado, which holy feud of the year, Lince Dorado and Izzy's dad. Did you see this? Izzy's dad. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Apparently, Lince Dorado said some things a few years ago, but the same thing. A few people what, that maybe his thirteen-year-old daughter shouldn't be training to be a wrestler. Yeah. Right with, now, with that specific. Yeah. Trainer yeah. guy. Um, and the guy was like, hey, you know, all the best in your future endeavors. Kind of being a prick on yeah. Twitter. Twitter fingers. And Lince Dorado was like, yo, pull up. You want to talk? Me. Come, I'm going to be here and I'm going to validate your parking. And then when he gets to an event, he's like, yo, I bought you a parking pass and left you a ticket. Lince Dorado then competes in a tournament in like what? A, some sort of wrestling, grappling, yeah. MMA, something. Wins his fight. And then it's like, yo, I've been waiting in the and waiting for you. Where where you at? Is he's dad? Great is this guy's I need to see this guy. I need to see sorry, they were the Lucha. That's the blood sport match, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Lindsay Dorado just from that made me go, Holy shit. We just saw Kalisto, Samurai Mm. del Sol on AEW. So like Grand Metalik, uh Kalisto and Lindsay Dorado, yeah. I w- they're gonna. They should be going all over the GCW, AEW, I, Impact, I all that think shit. Exactly. I think that's exactly what they should do. I don't think those guys should sign anywhere. Yeah. But just just hop around and have some great matches. In do a bit of strong. Do a bit of yeah. MLW. Do a bit of. I'm sure. Uh, like Daniel uh, Brian Danielson 
has like always pushed for Grand Metalik. Yeah. Um, right. Because he's lit. What I tell you? Yeah. So <laughs> I think that is a match we could see on a rampage or a dynamite, like Grand Metalik and Brian well, Danielson for a one-off. Yeah, like, dude, you sold me. But if we're talking about release wrestlers and one-offs with Brian Danielson on a dynamite, look no further than Oni Lorcan. Oh yeah, who's also been released? Legit, pour one out. This guy, Biff Busick, uh, Oni Lorcan. He's been one of the best like TV guys. Yeah, this company underappreciated. How many times do you, you hear? Oh, that they're against Oni Lorcan this week, and it's often someone that they're just for an example, like Timothy Thatcher, when they bought him in and they're building him up. They go, all right, we're going to do a little feud with Oni Lorcan. You say, think, yeah, that sounds great. Oni's not going to win this, but. They just sound like awesome TV matches, and they always were. The team with Danny Birch, who is still there, right? I think so, yeah. Interesting. Um, wow. Like, probably one of the longest NXT people ever, right? Danny Birch. Yeah. He was in the first class. And then, he came, and then he came back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I know Oni Lorcan already has a pro wrestling t-shirt that's something about Die, Dragon, Die, or something like that. Nice. So he's calling so, him out already. So Good for him. Yeah, honestly, go for it. That'll be a match we're going to be seeing in the near future, for sure. Someone in the Twitch chat saying that the Lucha House Party guys actually asked for their release and got it. So right. that could be... That's cool. Yeah, that could be their thing. What about Frankie Monet, NXT? Yeah, so she's someone I'm looking forward to the uh, the Jericho podcast or whatever with because um, she seemed very like angry in her tweet. Some of the tweets she was she like, said something about fuck? being lied to and all this. Damn, is weird because she's someone who came in fairly recently, pretty yeah. pretty had a name to herself already from like Impact and stuff, and came in. Obviously, she's married to John Morrison as well, right? Um. I saw her, someone being just hot-shotted to the main roster and be a bit of an act up there with, with John Morrison. Absolutely. So, surprise, seems a bit... I, I wasn't the biggest fan of her. I think her... I think maybe her kind of promos and just personality is bigger than her, her wrestling, which yeah. kind of works in WWE a lot of the time. Uh, she was a surprise for me, actually, yeah. There was Harry Smith, which I didn't realize was... Yeah, he had like one dark match. I kind of like I like his dad. I liked him and Tyson, but I didn't. Yeah, I never saw. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was there. So yeah. What about Trey Baxter? Ah, you're not even gonna say Trey. Baxter. Trey Baxter, pour one out. Pour Trey, one going back um, to Impact, maybe. Like, dude, what was like, his name? Chris, Blake Christian. Yeah, dude, he was just getting popular, and then he signed. It's I the, think he signed way too early. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's lit. This guy should be doing. Uh, try and get in your uh, like super juniors and. Right. Strong. And I, I know he's back at GCW, but he was doing some stuff with Impact before he left. Uh, X Division is great for him. Um, True, yeah. Yeah, I, I think this guy would be better off uh, not in WWE right now. Yeah. Uh, well, then it goes to my next one and kind of the, the last one. I Oh, uh, there's a few. Well, Mia Yim and Keith Lee. Yeah. I mean, they're, we know kind of that it's public. There are a couple. And... Keith Lee, I think, needs to be already signed to AEW. I, I know I'm a broken record, but it's my gimmick. All Elite, Keith Lee, 100%. Like, imagine some of these matches. The They don't have, like, they have a few of the big guys, too. Mm. Him throwing around the little guy. Like, he has everything. WWE, Vince dropped the ball. Keith Lee, pick it back up. Screw the Bearcat nonsense, all that. Yeah. What is it? Cat? What was he? The big Bearcat. cat? Bearcat. Bearcat. Oh, my God. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Tell him to cut his hair and be Adam Cole's manager. In yeah. AEW, and it'll be great. 
Yeah, I, I can certainly see him there. I think anywhere is going to be interesting with the Keith Lee. I mean, we, we've done the show for quite a while. We've done the show when we were praising Mia Yim's indie run. Mm. And then she got signed. Uh, she's da- da- dabbled with WWE NXT for on and off for a while. But now, gone with Keith Lee. Yeah, I feel like, A, they could be a power couple. B, like, again, just a great wrestler that she can really go anywhere she probably wants. Yeah, I could... Um, yeah, I can definitely see the two of them in AEW. I could see the two of them in Impact as well. Right. I think uh, like Keith Lee, Josh Alexander, Keith Lee Moose, I think would be pretty good. And I think they're like AEW is pretty like there's a lot of yeah, top, top yeah. people there. It's would he want to do maybe a year being the guy in a company? Right. And I don't know, uh, but could totally see him in either. Honestly, out of all of them, Keith Lee is the one that interests me to see him in AEW because then I want to see my Keith Lee versus there's so many yeah. pairings there. any yeah. any any of the pairings so it's like he's definitely on this whole list there uh oh I I think I skipped over one uh let's please pour one out for Nia Jax oh yeah where would you like to see Nia Jax go um Bloodsport <laughs> yeah she had that match I, with Charlotte would look like that I yeah, I I can't see. I she's an interesting one because I think she's gonna like her name as a just a price. Right. I, I don't think people are gonna want to pay like the money she maybe thinks she's worth. I'll tell I you think, right. I can't see her doing much with wrestling to be honest. Yeah, I I'm never going to uh, poke fun at someone losing their job and being mm. released, but just literally one of my if not the least favorite wrestler yeah ever yeah i'm sure she's a wonderful person but did not like anything of what she did yeah on my television screen and wrestling i'm sounding like a complete asshole but i'm tr- literally telling you no, how she i feel she wasn't good and i i'm again i'm not saying oh she deserved to she she i felt like she was a lifer there legit the way she's it, been pushed it felt like that right yeah um i think it's having a naya it's whenever oh she's a bit of a cane you know, like it's yeah, the first feud, yeah. feud with Naya. So I mean, um, like even at, at this point, like I don't watch the sh- the, those shows anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm sure she's just this like character that they can always go back to. And I'm, I I did find that shocking that she was, yeah, was gone. Surprise. But, but I, I can't really see her anywhere. Right. She feels a bit like Braun for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. who's actually going to have much interest in well, picking them up. But leave, leave the memories alone, my whole. One more. Oh, uh, Jesse Kamea. Jesse Kamea. Jesse Kamea. Oh, yeah. She, she's one of ours. We talked about her for a while. She was a Frankie That Robert Mendes. Stone brand. We Cursed. lost Mercedes Martinez. Wow. We lost... Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Jesse Kamea. Um, Taya Valkyrie is kind of yeah. part of that. She was, yeah. Um, and then there's, of all of these people, Aaliyah. Is gonna be in Survivor Series. Fuck. Her first. There's something to be proud about. Aaliyah has been in NXT forever. What With dirt the does rest, she? The rest of the Robert Stone brand die, and she's gonna be on her main roster pay per view. Good for her. Shout out the chick from chick the six. From the six. What does Pull she have, in, Aaliyah? She's got to have dirt on someone, right? She's got to like know some secrets that she's lasted this long. I want to see her become the greatest ever. Legit. I mean that. I want to see her kill it. But like. 
She has improved, I think, over the years. But, uh, yeah, let's wow. go. Soul Survivor. Soul Survivor. Leah. <laughs> Soul Survivor. She was like flirting with Jeff Hardy backstage. Was she? Something. He was giving her advice. It was more him like, oh, who's this? Is it like NXT where all the wrestlers are just hitting on each it other? It kind of feels like that. Sammy oh, was man. hitting on a... You're saying SmackDown's horny too? SmackDown's a bit horny too. Fuck, man. Friday it's night. SmackDown. Like, come on. <laughs> Raw. Raw. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of people released. And uh, I hope I hope all these people land on their feet. And I'm, I'm sure that they will. But, yeah, as a, as a fan, there's definitely like, oh, we got WWE. We got our... AEW, but like, who's the who's the third here? Is it GCW? Is it Impact? I mean, mm-hmm. New Japan's on this weird like, it's not, you know, not strong quite. got like a good yeah. TV yeah. thing. They they could probably have potential. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, it's interesting seeing some of these people and maybe seeing them again mm-hmm. down the line on on different things. But uh, but yeah, pour one out. Pour one. Leave out. the memories alone. All these NXT people. Vince just Vince just hates NXT. Triple H. Triple H is like goes away, and I hope he's doing all right. He's the poor goat. guy. Has what a fucking heart attack, and then he comes back, and it's like, yeah, you, you, all your guys your kid, gone. We fucked him up. Like Cole's gone, <laughs> Keith's gone, everyone's gone. Hunter, everyone. Yeah. Sean, what did you do? <laughs> Vince, what did you do? Yeah, you see, uh, the internet just so badly wants Triple H to start an, his own promotion. It'd be interesting. You know, it seems be, more likely now you, than ever. You know how I, I for for a long time I was joking that Charlotte's going to go drop the title on AEW, yeah. like Blaze, and then now it's like, oh my god, it actually seems like that's so possible, right? It's got a, the bigger one is Hunter. Hunter shows up in AEW is is real life Sh- Shane O'Mac on I, WCW. I don't think he'd <laughs> he would I never think he'd start his own thing. You think he would start his own thing? Yeah. Come on, he'd do like a Noah thing. <laughs> he'd take four people. Paul's Ark. Yeah. You take Johnny Champa, um, yeah. Cole, his main well, TK would Don, Cole, Cole, uh, TK would let them on loan. Yeah. yeah, Cole would lend them on loan. Yeah, damn. You think so? You think Triple? Let's let's spitball here. Triple H goes, Vince. I'm tired of your bullshit. I'm starting my own thing. I got all these guys. Got everyone. And then like TK is like, all right, you can borrow some of my guys for some shows. Do cro-. I feel like Triple H versus Cody would be the AEW match and. You need that in neutral ground, I think. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what do you? What? <laughs> it's not real. It's fake. <laughs> no, but I think. No, I think. What was it? Uh, Mike Awesome and Taz, and one was WCW, one was WWE, but they were ECW. Like, right? Okay. I'm losing you. Okay, so Cody. I'm versus- saying like Triple H has his own company. Yeah. Cody has his own company. So they fight in New Japan. So they need to fight in New Japan. Tokyo Dome. Something like that. Or at WrestleMania. Tokyo Dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Triple H. I don't think Triple H is is ever going anywhere. Just like I think Vince McMahon's never going to die. So yeah, like rest- both these things are true. So wrestling just won't change in that regard for a while. Mm. So. Yeah, but it, it's interesting. There's a, there's a lot of these other companies. Like like if a Keith Lee goes to AEW, I'm so interested. If a Keith Lee goes to Impact, I just don't watch Keith Lee mm. anymore. Like yeah. a lot of fans will not follow to certain places. There's there what is it, like the Lion King like over there Simba, mm. it's the dark graveyard elephant graveyard over there. But I I do think if you heard oh Keith Lee had this five star match, right. you're just not gonna watch because it was Impact. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. We I think fans cherry pick a lot more now anyway For sure. and don't like I, I can't have i don't have time to watch 
every single match and every single show. But yeah. if I hear a match is good, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I, I I feel like there there's obviously you're going to cherry pick from all the different promotions and everything going on. But I feel like for someone like him, I feel like it'd be a step down. Yeah. For some, like he he was he was primed. He, Triple H shined him up real nice, gifted mm. him to Vince, and he called him a bear cat. Gave him what a different singlet. Yeah. Change, I don't change his name a few times, didn't he? I don't know, it was just weird. I I don't know. I don't know what the issue is there, but something was missed. Uh, so well, you can hear us talk more on AEW tomorrow on Media Elite. Um, we do have some other podcasts before we jump into NXT. Because speaking of cherry picking, tonight was an episode of NXT you can cherry pick because you can just cherry pick the main event. There was some other okay stuff this week, but yeah, the main event was fantastic. Uh, but we do have some other podcasts this week because uh, you can cherry pick the podcasts you listen to because yes, we do up next BD Elite and of course Shot in the Dark with John Cena where he talks about dark, dark elevation, impact, all the other stuff he'll talk about in 15 minutes or less. It's free on this feed. But if you want to hear more, well, listen to this show. We got lined up on the Patreon for you. Friend of the show, one half of Post Wrestling. Mr. Wei Ting is going to be joining us tomorrow. We're, we're recording it. Best match ever, SmackDown 6. Oh, yes. That's right. We're talking Benoit, Guerrero, Angle, Guerrero, Edge, Mysterio. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Not, not Brock <laughs> Lesnar. No, not Brock Lesnar. Um, yeah, can't wait for this one. Uh, so many... Great matches, great tag matches. Uh, the the list of the matches we're looking at is on the Patreon, uh, on the feedback thread, and we'd love to hear from you guys. But uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Just get a talk about some awesome wrestling with Way. Yeah, can't wait. He picked this one. We we were like, hey, would you ever want to do a best match ever? And he he heard that we had Pollock on for was it Stan Hansen, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, would you consider SmackDown Six? And we were like, whoa, that's a solid choice. So all that two thousand two goodness with. I've watched half of the matches already. I mean, I've seen most because they're fucking great. Yeah. Uh, those guys were, were killing it back in, back in the day. But yeah, that's a, that's a pa- Patreon show coming out. Show coming out on the Patreon on Thursday. And then on Friday on the Patreon, I'm going to have a new episode coming out of the sesh. Uh, this week, I'm joined by JP Houlihan from the Grapple Spotlight. Hell yeah. Uh, other friends of the show to talk all about this week's episode of Succession. Greatest podcast. Sorry, Adrian Brody is in it this week. The pianist? The pianist. Damn. <laughs> uh, your, your co-host on this show this week, JP, has the greatest podcasting voice. He's got a good voice, yeah. Top. Yeah. Top one. Just listen for the voice, guys. You have yeah. to, I mean, you had Brandon from New Jersey on last I week. I did, yeah. Did that guy retire yet? Uh, he can't retire yet, no. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we got an episode of that. You're covering Succession. We got Best Match Ever, SmackDown 6. Then Saturday, obviously, is full gear. Yes. So we'll be doing a watch-along and post-show for that on our uh, Twitch feed, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Yeah, we'll put the podcast out for free on this feed, too. Absolutely. Uh, but if you like free, you may have seen the schedule. Well, later this month, it's going to be out for free. But patrons are going to get it early. The next installment of our Batman movie reviews. And my friends, it's time for the biggest main event in history. Oh, yeah. Batman V. V. Superman. Superman. Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Batfleck versus Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. That's right. We've got Gal Gadot showing up. We've got The Flash. It's, oh, yeah, he's in it. He's in it. Yeah. For a flash, for a sec. 
So we've been doing all these Batman movie reviews. We're they're up to the main. They're all on this free feed, actually, if you go back. Uh, and uh, well, now we're on Batman v Superman. Uh, patrons are going to get it this week, and then maybe I'll release it for free next week uh, as well. So we've been recording uh, a bunch of shows. So, so so many shows. We just did Up Yours with Karate Kid Part Two. Mm-hmm. That was awesome for Howie Nishi. He picked that world champ. That was awesome. Uh, we did a Was Next, talking all about Bo Dallas and all that stuff. So all these shows, five bucks a month, patreon.com slash up next is all we ask. You get access to almost 400 podcasts. All the Was Next, Retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, best matches ever, all that stuff. So yeah, someone in the Twitch chat says Full Gears next weekend. And I'm like, Man, if it that's better not, be, yeah, better. I've, I've taken yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. off work. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go support us. And- I think people are just uh, trolling. I, I know I upset a lot of people on the post wrestling forum. Oh, what happened? Week. What so, did you do? Uh, you know, there's this fantasy football league in the forum okay. for fun. And I was asked to join last year. So I did. I put forward a team for us, the, for B- us. the BDE ballers. How and- did we do? Last year, we were the runner-up. Dude, whoa. We came like second. What did we win? Are you skipping nothing, out on me? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, but I, I'm going to, like, I'm a Brit. I don't watch football. I've, I've, I've watched the Super Bowl every year. And yeah, we're talking about American like football, right? Yeah. American football. Yeah. But I don't know my shit. I know uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. I know uh, Peyton Manning. He's, like, he's retired now. But, yeah, he did an SNL uh, sketch. I know, I know people are kind of mad at Aaron Rodgers. Like th- that's about my extent. I don't know about rushing yards and Ray Finkel. Yeah, who? Uh, all these things. So I every week look at our team uh, and I do make adjustments. I want to play, I've, right? And I I just try and make my projections higher than whoever I'm playing. So okay. I'll, I'll, this player is not going to get much points, or he's out this week. Dropped, dropping you, picking up someone else. Yeah, that's what I do. I ain't going to do trades because. I, I could be I could be manipulated. I could be used. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. So I, I, I don't trust anyone else. So just do that. Apparently, I, I did some shady shit this week. Um, and people were mad at me. Oh. Um, because I dropped star players, apparently. Some big names who yeah. you shouldn't drop at all. Right. I just dropped them and other players were picking them up. It's being accused of collusion what? and all this stuff. Were you colluding? Um, and I was like... Hey, sorry, guys. I'm just like dumb. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to bet. I don't care who my players are. Your Cameron Grimes of the poker I just table. Drop, <laughs> just drop this guy and pick up this guy. That's how I'm doing it. People are like, well, you shouldn't do that. We're getting mad at me. And Damn. like, you can't be that dumb. All of this. Guess who fucking won this week? BDE ballers. <laughs> Highest score in the league. <laughs> Balling. <laughs> Yo, they just hate us because they ain't us. So I'd like to apologize to absolutely no one. I don't even know what this is, but fuck them. Mm. Yeah, put money on the line. How do we get, how do I? I, I want to now. Like, yeah. I'm like, we're winning this fucking thing. Bro, fuck them kids. And I'm going to drop some more star players <laughs> next week. Fuck, drop all of them. Yeah. All of the I'm going to start players. a new team. I'm just going to drop all my players. That's like when I went to Niagara Casino. It's Moneyball, baby. Like, yeah. come on. I went to Niagara Casino once and was playing blackjack, but like it was just like us, th- like the friends at the table, and we were all kind of lit. And then this like old woman sits down, and we were still playing the way we were fucking around, and she gets mad and start starts saying things to me, and I like ignore and then do it again. Like I'm trying to fuck over like my friend, mm. but she's in now. And there's lots of other tables, lady, mm. and. She gets mad and she like 
puts her purse down. And this woman was like 80 plus and she wanted to fight me and basically was saying all these things like you're like you and your friends colluding. Colluding. Like, like yo, I'm fucking toasted. <laughs> trying to make sure my friend hits an extra card. Like, sorry. Like, fuck. Did you get her number? <laughs> yeah. You're, I'm literally <laughs> stealing jokes from the Twitch room tonight. That's, that's my thing. They're on fire tonight. <laughs> Shout out the Twitch room. Uh, so you're making people mad. So people, our numbers are going to drop this week. I've definitely lost some in, uh, some yeah. listeners, but yeah. uh, what I we lost in listeners, I, I gained in fantasy football points. So it's it a, it's it, you know I, I I guess I got to pick up some some pointers for you from you in fantasy games. Because oh, yeah. uh, we have a fantasy game coming up, and uh, you're not in the fantasy thing because you're hosting it. Gonna host it, yeah. So don't worry, BD Ballers. We always come out on top. Yeah, and if that's what's gonna happen. Uh, what did Raquel say this week about uh, keep keep my title warm? Yeah, fire Frank. <laughs> oh, the fire will keep it warm. Yeah, he won't because there's no heat there, brother. No, none, not so ever. He's so cold. And I'm going to make sure I get that title back and take it from his dead cold hands. November 18th, live on Twitch, 9 p.m. We're going to have five of us. The names will be announced at a later date. But uh, Braden and Fire Frank will be competing in the annual Survivor Series draft. Who will have the best team? Uh, you can always go back uh, to our um, previous games, games uh, which are all on the Patreon. So if you want to know what we're talking about, go listen to Survivor Series 1. Go listen to Survivor Series 2. I mean, last year is when I won mm-hmm. the BD title. That started that epic reign, and this year we're doing it again. We have some uh, surprise entrants, I'm told. I'm not even told who's playing this game. I know that it's me and Frank. I challenged Frank last week if he's got the balls, the fireballs, to put it on the line in the draft. We were going to try to do this draft game, and I said, screw this. He's got to put the title on the line. So he's agreed. He's in the, he's in the game. I'm in the game, like EA. I'm going to fuck him up. Wrestling logic. This means Frank only has a 20% chance of keeping the title. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hopefully we can all coexist. <laughs> and yeah. So if there's five of us in the game, that means, yeah, he's only got 20% chance. Yeah. So I'm going to draft the better team. Which means you've got an 80% chance yeah, of winning, right? obviously. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you, you get in this game, Davey. Mm. I'm going to wash him. I'm going to kill them all. I've been ready. I'm ready to take, take back with my, it, it's, it's weird. We're, we host these podcasts and some, some guy took the title from me. And ever since then, it's like, th- we need to get back into the BD ballers. The BD ballers. <laughs> we need to be balling. And what other better way than rocking It's going to be our winter, I think, right? Yeah. Winter. Yeah. 2020 is going to be lit. <laughs> 2020 is going to be lit. Uh, so that game is next Thursday night. So not this week, but next Thursday, 9 p.m. It's going to start on Twitch. Uh, we'll record the podcast and put it out as well, probably on the patron. But uh, yeah, join in because we like audience participation. Absolutely. Either yeah, we help. need you for this one because it is a, a public vote on who who wins, who has the best team. This was These games have been pretty fun. We pick different teams and strategize on themes of teams versus certain people and, and all sorts. So uh, um, I think my team was Lucha Lit with Lucha House Party. You were Party. Lucha Lit last yeah, year. And, and that's how I won. Way's team that won the year before were the, the Dragons, weren't they? That's right. You had, what, uh, Daniel Bryan, Shingo, yeah. Ultimo, Dave Mastiff. Dave Mastiff. Was, no, that was his dog. That was the dog one. Yeah, yeah. Which he lost. He lost. He lost so bad he didn't come he back He almost won, year. and then he put Dave Mastiff in his team. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, maybe we'll talk about that with Wei uh, tomorrow on that show. Ask him about Dave. Best match ever, Dave Mastiff. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be good. But yeah, Survivor Series draft. That'll be next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Join us and follow the socials. Uh, at Up Next Podcast, not our Instagram. Fuck. Sorry, yeah. we're going to get into NXT, but yo, Instagram Pull hates one out. <laughs> yo, Instagram, all of a sudden, Instagram just deleted our Up Next account. deleted account. it. Brayden texted me and said, because uh, I got like a notification, you know, where it's like, oh, someone else is trying to log in or whatever, type in this code. So, sent you the code. Yeah. And couldn't get in. So, I'm, I then tried to log in. And it says the email's not recognized. So I'm like, okay, did I do it on this email? So I put in the username and it just won't, like nothing will go through. Then it says it's um, being like deactivated and please appeal. I click on appeal and it says, you can't appeal. You violated these terms and conditions. What? I'm looking it up. It's like, yeah, we don't need to warn you. Like we never had a a flag or anything. No. yeah, looking up next on Instagram. It's gone. It's, gone. it's not there. Pour one out. Were you so pour one out? Were you trying to upload OnlyFans but accidentally put it on the wrong account or something? Yeah, maybe. Is that like <laughs> I don't know. See, no. What did you do? They said, they said that we we breached their terms and conditions. Yeah. Fucking Meta. Fucking Zuckerberg, bro. Was it something live? Did one of us go live without realizing? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I I don't know. I actually don't know. So. We don't have an Instagram right now, yeah. but follow our personals yeah. or just follow the Twitter for updates because we have some uh, people announcements for the match and some graphics and all that stuff. Shout out Dickie Bird, yes. the OG. But yeah, pour one out for the Instagram, guys. But at Davey Portman and at the Brady, you can follow and us. And Up Next Podcast on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. So uh, yeah, we got canceled on Instagram. I guess so. Zuckerberg, he hates us. He does. Yeah. Should we talk about some NXT? I think we should, yeah. NXT from Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. We start off with Toxic Attraction, meaning all three are in a match. Uh, This show is heavy toxic. Toxic heavy. First hour especially was a lot of Toxic Attraction. And uh, I watched Raw yesterday and every commercial for NXT was like, tune into NXT, Toxic Attraction are here. You want to see Mandy Rose? (laughs) She's on NXT. NXT, Mandy Rose. Yeah, NXT Two Point Rose. That's it. That's what we're calling it. Well, Toxic Attraction, Gigi, JC, and Mandy are going up against the team of Io Shirai, Casey Catanzaro, and Caden Carter. Yeah, they did the injury angle with Zoe Stark last week. Um, It's reported she is legitimately injured, uh, had successful surgery. She tore her ACL and meniscus. So uh, bad knee injury there. So we'll probably be out a while. Yeah, I hope she's all right. That's that's tough, but. the tag, the tag team, they, was she injured before then because they lost the titles or just they took her out in the fake injury? Because they took the, her out in a fake injury, but I yeah. guess possibly from that ladder match. Yeah, true. Damn. Well, we have EO teaming with Casey and Caden who now, I know they've had like, they always come out and they're always hyper and they do the back to the back, but today felt like there was a bit more. They were, yeah, it was kind of like a rave. Like a rave. They were coming through the, the audience. They were giving bracelets to people. I thought they were going to be like the Coldplay bracelets, you know, that like light up. Like Disney World? Have you seen like a Coldplay concert yeah, and everyone yeah. has a bracelet and then yeah. they're all like... But it just looked like they were giving them Lights like candy will. bracelets. It's like Naomi, like with the rave, feel the glow. Like that mixed with Street Profits when they were in NXT and, you know, they used to enter through the, the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot, but I was like, all right. It's they're, they're meant to be annoying, I think. I don't, I don't think... 
Surely. They're meant sure, to be annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yourself that. Yeah, sure. So Casey... <laughs> These baby faces. They're, they're meant to be annoying. Caden Carter and JC Jane are tying it up here. And there looked to be some move where JC was going for like the Rolling Thunder neckbreaker thing. Yeah, but I don't know is why. it like Austin Theory who does this? Yeah. They like dives through the ropes with the roll and then into a cutter or whatever. But yeah, she weird. she completely botched the, the forward roll. Caden was, was just a little. Caden was just standing awkward. there. All right, and then gets neckbreaker. Io comes in and she hits some standing double knees, kind of like Kota Bushi always does, or sorry, Alexa Bliss always does too, because you know Alexa. No, Mandy was just like Kota Ibushi. No, it was <laughs> no, it was Io. It was Io. Oh, Io. <laughs> I was gonna say we all know Ibushi stole the move from Alexa Bliss. That's yeah. what WWE fans like to say. Uh, there's then a, like a, a crazy dive to the outside. Everyone's jumping onto everyone as they go to commercial break. When we come back. From break, it's Io with a cross face on Gigi Dolan here, but she finally gets out of it. She then is in the ring with Mandy, who's the NXT Women's Champ, and Io gets the best of her, hits the running bullet train knees into the corner, and then a picture-perfect moonsault, but the rest of Toxic Attraction break it up before the three count. Caden's in, and with Gigi, hits some sort of, like, snap mirror into the low cabrata kick, and then this, like, innovative flatliner-type move. Um, she gets distracted by JC, who's like not the legal person, turns around and Gigi hits her with the kind of like a SOS crucifix bomb. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like crucifix a type hammerlock bomb. crucifix bomb thing. And Gigi picks up the win. Toxic attraction beat EO and Caden and Casey. Yeah, I, I thought this was all right. I thought it was quite a fun way to start the show. I think it's. JC, more so JC, I think is, can be good, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of slip ups. And I felt there were a few times where a few people looked a little, what's coming next? Um, I thought EO even looked a little off today. I thought she looked a little slow. Um, but not bad. Just a little, a little messy at times. Yeah, I didn't really like this match. Um, I'm, I've been okay with Toxic Attraction. They've had some slip ups, sure, but, yeah, it, it, I felt I, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. I always think Caden looks great, though. Every time yeah. I'm watching one of these tag matches, she really stands out and has someone who has some some flashy, different looking moves and has actually cleaned them up quite a lot. Um, I think she looks really good. She like creates a lot of moves. Yeah. It's always like new and trying new things, and they move away. Like she hits some crazy. Th- Casey Catanzaro hits a pretty cool dive to the outside as well as like a corkscrew and stuff. They're always good at doing. St- cool flashy stuff sometimes mm. it's i think it's the issue is we've been saying this for quite a while is putting it together i think if they're working with more against more experienced people i think they'd be pretty good but here not I, mandy I, rose no i feel jc and Gigi are at a similar level to them and i see potential with all of them i think they're but when they're against each other that's when you're gonna see like on tv these right. kind of like uh, you know who looked good though eo moonsault bullet train like she always looks good yeah i mean obviously we're gonna go towards a break off of casey and caden versus well i mean going like if we're gonna skip ahead to one of the announcements yes war games right yes guys war games war no regal no regal yeah they had the audacity to tweet regal's voice (laughs) Yeah, how dare, like, just the quotations in Regal's voice. Didn't just get him to say it. Um, say the line! Yeah, say it! We need the line. Say it! Say it! Make your money. Um, yeah, I mean, either you go Mandy, EO, one-on-one title match, which eventually I guess you go to, and then the two-on-two tag title match, because Toxic Traction has all the, the gold, mm. all the power, all the gold. And 
if they go to war games, then what? It's Toxic Attraction and Dakota versus these three and Raquel. Okay. That's yeah, you could do that. Yeah. So what, four and four? Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Well, we'll talk a bit more about what might happen at war games. But yeah, I, 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 I didn't, wasn't too um, into that match. But uh, I, I feel like there is room to grow for all of the, especially those two teams. Yeah, for sure. We go to Pete Dunn backstage. It's the birthday boy. Oh yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Pete. Pete. He uh, he's talking some trash. He heard Tony Tony uh, D'Angelo talking trash is what I meant to say because he, he heard what he said and he says, "Doesn't he know I'm the baddest man?" And in come Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, and Trick Williams just starts talking like eighty miles, eighty eight miles a minute here, just talking about how something about a bobblehead mom and a. Doo-doo head or a dud head? Uh, man, uh, he was talking fast. Um, and he says tricks about it, about it. Pete Dunn had pretty much the same reaction we had. Uh, what are you on about me? Is what he yeah. said, which makes sense. Uh, then they talk, Tar- Carmelo steps in and talks some trash. And then, well, it sets up our main event tonight now, which they eventually go on to make uh, happen, which is Pete Dunn versus Carmelo Hayes later tonight. Yeah, I like Pete Dunn says, do one. <laughs> get out of here be done sit on it uh and he can't wait to break his fingers uh yeah i think when her hearing this being the main event it's like okay because they hadn't really promoted a great they promoted that women's tag but Nothing. there wasn't a lot promoted for tonight um but yeah carmelo has been on a roll and pete dunn we've kind of missed in singles action so yeah this this actually interested me for later uh i'll continue to say the same thing no disrespect to Trick Williams, but Carmelo Hayes does not need a mouthpiece. I I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I did find it funny. Uh, we both laughed. It then went to like Mackenzie Mitchell, who's just like, oh yeah. So Carmelo Hayes versus Pete Dunn tonight. This is gonna be really. I'm sure we're all really excited about that. It was so forced and so like, fake. Oh. And she's normally pretty good. Yeah. I think. I think it was they told her to do this. Like, like, I'm sure we're throw. all really excited about that. And you're like, okay. It was okay. It was just silent and awkward. Yeah. yeah. She she is great. Don't don't get it wrong. But it was definitely they were like, hey, you make sure you do this throw that doesn't fit in with yeah. what was happening. Yeah. We go to MSK. They're on well, a mission. We're back to uh, it. Finish. So we went from the women's match ending right it went backstage to pete dunn talking about tony d'angelo with trick and carmelo All and right. then we went back to the ring where toxic attraction was still just hanging out there they're just as, still standing on the ramp still standing on the ramp as kaylee ray comes out and there's a bit of a stare down between her and mandy and then we go elsewhere so again. they were just there they for just there. so long and now kaylee's gonna come out and chill for a bit yeah it's really weird why was toxic attraction just chilling there it they were promoting them heavily. They were going to be on this show. NXT 2.0. Toxic Every prophecy. seven minutes, you need a shot of Toxic Attraction. And they're matching booty shorts. Yeah. <laughs> toxic Attraction. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely brings in a different demo or yeah. something. It must. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. They well, keep then- <laughs> on doing these things to try and get a younger audience. And there's just more and more old men who are like, what is this? <laughs> Sorry, what's this now? <laughs> like, we're still, it's still the... What is it? 39 to 40? No, 49. More and more 50-year-olds tuning in. Toxic attraction. They're the attraction. Like imagining these old men at the pub. Did you see that toxic attraction last night? <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> There's this new show called Toxic Attraction. 
Toxic attraction? It's these three hot girls and they carry around these big belts and they beat up people. <laughs> I would I would watch that show. You got me. <laughs> All right, all, you got me. I would watch that show. You did get me on that one. Fuck. We go to MSK. I wonder if they are fans of Toxic Attraction. They are still outside somewhere, like a mega mall or something. I don't know. Outside. Yeah, they went looking for. They went looking for this person last week, didn't they? Who came up with the name MSK, but they missed the bus. Yeah, it was Forrest Gump. So yeah. now they're they're looking for the address. They finally get to the address, but it says we've moved locations to some other place. And they're like, 475 Ridge Valley Drive. And it's like a, halfway across the country or something. It's far away. So they say, no, we have to. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We know that this guy, he's helped everyone. They're calling him a shaman. Yeah. As well. And they say that he has all the answers and we have to go to him. So they're like, all right, we're going to drive. No, it's too far. We got to fly. Oh, we are flying. And then they say that they're going to join the Mile High Club. Yeah. And they're like, is that what that means? And they're like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's what that means. And then they've now since tweeted being like, after some (laughs) (laughs) deep research, uh, we've figured out that means something else. Yeah. But yeah. um, So who's who's their shaman? They have to find a third guy, right? That's the, the, they're finding a leader, Matt Riddle, Michael RVD. Morin, right? If it's Miko, I'll lose it. That would be like the ultimate like random payoff. But they just fuck off and We're go. Saying to this because Mako Satamora kids, Mako Satamora kids, they they had they had worked an indie date with her once, and they right. had a picture together. And our one of our social media managers, whether. Or not, he got our Instagram taken down. John, John Ceno <laughs> tweeted that picture one time and said, MSK stands for Miko Satamora's kids. And MSK and Miko both retweeted it, and a lot of people retweeted it. So we were wondering if that does, in fact, mean that MSK means bring, it. That would be great. Imagine. That would be lit. But I feel like what, who, who's a shaman is John Morrison. Right. But It's probably going to be some guy it's, training. It's not going to be someone peak. good. Yeah, it's not going to be great, is it? Uh, yeah, what do you what did you make of this? Like, I I still don't like what they're doing. It's I feel like too cheesy. I feel me. like yeah. I feel like again. I don't know what the creative here is. What goes on backstage? But what I would say is I don't know how much hands on they're allowed to do of their own mm. stuff. But uh, yeah, it's still not quite hitting for me. I, they're they're likable to me, but they're making them still seem not so funny. I wonder if because uh, obviously they just lost the titles, and this is their way of kind of rehabbing them in a way. You know, sometimes we see someone loses their title, and then they come back and they just squash guys for a couple of weeks. I feel this is their way of rehabbing them, and also maybe just get them out of the studio because that audience don't like them. Right. And these guys, they're, it's clear they're, they're keeping these as baby faces. We thought maybe they're turning them. Maybe they're just trying to get them away from just being booed. By Izzy's dad. Yeah, by Izzy's dad every week. I don't know. So they're trying these vignettes. Maybe it's Lince, Lince Dorado. Bring him back. He's the shaman. That oh, <laughs> to take on Izzy's dad? They're like, yo, we, the one issue we had was Izzy's dad. He was telling everyone to boo us. So we found Lince and Lince's going to whoop his fucking ass. Oh, fuck with I us love anymore. that. Bring it back. Yeah. Full circle. That's long-term booking. But I selfishly want to see them just... Then they'd be LDK. (laughs) If they're stoners, put them with Matt Riddle on the main roster. Yeah. Riddle and the Rascals. Done. And then Trey will come one day. It'll be Mm -hmm. a whole Rascal 
Stoner. We'll be Riddle Randy and the Rascals. Wow, that'd be great. <laughs> I do enjoy Arcade Bro. They're pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, they did say that this person moved 420 miles away. I hope it's RVD. <laughs> Get a vignette with RVD. It's not someone who's just been released. They're in Florida and now it's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, that's the thing. They're like walking around Florida. Like, what do you, I don't, I don't know. I want to like these guys a lot. They're literally catering to my demographic mm. and they're not hitting. And I'm like, why isn't it? Yeah. I felt the same way with Riddle. And now I feel like maybe whenever I've watched Riddle on the main roster, it's like, okay, Cole on commentary always makes the, the smoking puns and, yeah. oh, Riddle's on a high or whatever like that. But it's Riddle who's now, I think, finding the groove of what works. It's Randy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like the him being such a straight man, right, for yeah. him, it's making it work so much better. Yeah. And it's his reactions to everything when he's being dorky and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, maybe give these guy, like, the shaman, have it be their Randy. Have it be the straight guy. <laughs> Wait, you want MSK not, to find not, Randy not, as their shaman? <laughs> I mean, that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. But, I mean, their version of Randy. Right, right. Another yeah. stra- Like, think, Riddle worked best in NXT when he was with Pete Dunne, yeah. right? That's, they need someone serious. Timothy Thatcher, is he back yet? Is he- is he really healthy? No, he's still here. No, but he's injured, right? Right. Okay, that'd be great. Someone like seriously. Right. Who... Right. Right. What I just like it's never going to be on camera, but man, imagine the the blunt rotation of Riddle and Randy. Like you know they're fucking blazing. You know it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's got to be a riot. That's got to be a party. Well, this whole time, Kaylee Ray's been waiting in the ring. She's ready. This whole for... time, I'll be talking. Yeah, all this she's time. been waiting. She's still there. She's waiting. Uh, Kaylee Ray going one-on-one with Saray. Yeah, she's still here too. The Warrior of the Sun. Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Kaylee Ray versus Saray. Uh, there's a quick back and forth early where Saray gets the best of series of arm drags, which look pretty good. There's a Kaylee Ray going for like a cover and Saray does like the matrix bridge to escape the pin, which was cool as well. There's then a forearm exchange and then this DDT out of the corner uh, from Kaylee Ray that looked pretty stiff, but like off the second rope looked cool. There's then this crazy counter from Saray into this submission where she then lays down Kaylee and then bends back the leg, almost like a single leg, but like... It's a single leg Boston, but the, the bend she had on it, the yeah. torque was awesome. It's kind of like Serena Deeb's been doing, right? Like the tw- It's like a single She's leg. She's like lying backwards, essentially holding yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, there's then a perfect plex from Saray for a near fall. She sets up Kaylee for the running dropkick of death, as we've been calling it, but Kaylee scouts it and gets out of the way. On the outside, hits the gory bomb onto the commentary desk or the Noshigami, whatever you want to call it, back in the ring and then hits it again. But they let us know that she calls it the KLR bomb and Kaylee Ray pins Saray. Uh, pretty, pretty good match. Not a long match, but I, I quite enjoyed it. It was, it was good to see both these women again. I think these are two of your stronger wrestlers in the, in the, division right now um it's a shame really that saray had to really be the one to lose here because yeah. her momentum's just died she they, they were mentioning during the match about how she was the one that kind of broke mandy rose's face which made her have this transformation and now she's champion it's like well surely saray should maybe have mandy's number a bit but she's definitely the afterthought they're building up katie ray for for mandy uh, which she's she's great, like she's good as well. I'm uh, I did enjoy the match. I just hope they don't forget about Saray after this. We need some sort of direction for her too. 
I see them forgetting about Saray. I do too. Yeah. Uh, Saray should be all elite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not. It's funny. They're calling her the warrior of the sun, but I noticed her gear said the sun god. Nice. <laughs> She's like, nah. I'm a god. A god of I'm sun. I'm a god yeah. of sun. Yeah. Well, no, you're just a warrior. No, I'm a god. She does hit. She, she's pretty good. But this was good. Red, like yeah. they both, um, uh, like threw some like stiff shots at each other, which I always like. Like I, I thought this was good. Yeah, yeah. It, it had. It was okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kaylee Ray is interesting. Like she's really good worker. I just don't know what the character now. She's angry and wants to rage mm. against the machine. I'm just like, all right, cool. I just don't know. Like, are you just here because you're here right now? It's the same thing with Pete Dunn. Like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that, yeah. but yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't hate this match. Actually, it was quick. It was. It was good. Um, someone in the Twitch chat says we're missing a big part of the MSK storyline. To go back to that quickly, what's that? Clearly, I joke that it's Lince Dorado to take on Izzy's dad. But uh, is it JPK Metz in the Twitch chat right now? Says we're missing the bigger picture, Davey. The shaman is Izzy. Is is this G- JP? KMX, is that actually um, Russo, Vince Russo? Is that such a, <laughs> such a swerve? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, MSK this whole time, and they make good with Izzy. Start and they, training And her. then they train her. <laughs> How old are you? 14. Well, 14 is fine. It's just 13 I had the issue with. You're 14 now? Absolutely. You can take bumps. You can fucking... Yeah, I'm going to swing a steel chair drop. at you. Yeah. Work a hell in the cell. Be great. We go to Joe Gacy. He's backstage. He's being interviewed. There is a match that's been requested, and it's going to be Boa versus Joe Gacy. I don't know which person on this earth requested this match, but it's either Boa or Joe Gacy, and I'm sorry I didn't note down which one, so it's going to bother me for the rest of the night. Joe Gacy says, every one of us goes through changes. I think Gacy Gacy asked for the match because he feels for Boa because these changes. Yeah. He says, every one of us goes through changes and we all hide behind masks, just like Boa. And he says that Boa feels the need to hide his true self, but no one should have to hide, says Gacy. I look at Harland and I see the shame he carries, trying to live in his own skin. But Harland, I know, I know how you feel. And I know you're out there, wherever you are. Reach out, touch your hand to mine. This tonight... This is for us. And he raises his hand like to the camera, like, touch my hand, Harland, wherever you are. So he's saying he's going to fight Boa, who hides behind a mask. Yeah. I mean, Boa used to wear shades <laughs> and hung out with Xia Li yeah, and Mei Ying, lady, yeah. yeah, who vaped a lot. But I wouldn't call them masks. No, not yet. So it's a bit of a stretch. But we, we did say last week that Mei Ying... I think it's a metaphorical mask. Right. right? We did... Yeah. Well... That match is coming up in a little bit. Get a commercial. F- yeah, Gacy's great. He's, he's, good he's getting creepier and creepier. It, it's really working. Yeah. We get a commercial for WrestleMania. SeatGeek, which I've never heard of. Is that a new Ticketmaster? It, it's been an app for a while. It's often been one of the, like another kind of uh, sort of stub hub or something where it searches for the best deals. Yeah. But now they're actually taking over the, the tickets for a lot of companies are not using Ticketmaster anymore. Is it because of the, like Geek. resellers and stuff? I don't know the reason. Ticketmaster, but... I mean, before pandemic, used to piss me off a lot. So I just, I don't like how every time, like I've been, when, when, 
the wrestling was at when Survivor Series was here. I was like second in line for the day it opened and went on sale, and they only had single tickets left. It's like I know you're selling them all to StubHub, like secondhand. Right, right. It's it's shitty. Yeah, but I don't know. Seeky, we'll yeah. see. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, Seeky. <laughs> um, well, we go to a promo for Braun Breaker. He was on his first ever tour overseas, and he got to have some matches. Braun Breaker got to have a match against Champa and Sami Zayn. Mm. A triple threat match. Yeah, have you been reading about some of these matches in the UK? Well, I mean, the one I had my eye on. Cesaro Walter. Yeah, which they're releasing the tapes, apparently. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like a pretty fun tour, actually. Uh, Sami versus Champa versus Braun. They went, okay, uh, let's, we're, we're, we're working on this Braun guy. He's a Steiner. We're trying to get him, trying to get him ready. He's in this program with Champa, but he just lost. So let's do Champa, bring him over to give him a tour. But we can't have Braun lose. So who can we? Who can we? S- Sammy. Sam, put Sammy in the match. Sammy will be great. <laughs> I wonder who took the pin. Yeah, I mean, that's Sammy's character right now, but I'm sure the match would be actually Pretty good. Like Sammy and Champa haven't really done anything. Yeah. So that, just those two tying up would be yeah, pretty cool. Definitely I, I wouldn't mind actually seeing that as well as the Cesaro Walter match. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't. So I wonder if they're going to release all of it because I know that they said maybe just one of the Cesaro Walter matches will be released. Right. Some, uh, yeah, something along those lines. Uh, we go to our match though. Boa versus Joe Gacy. Boa's in a mask. What? What? Yeah, he's now got like face Mei Ying esque white face paint on. Okay, for anyone who cares, <laughs> last week Mei Ying disappeared. She left. She peaced. She Boa won. Boa, Boa won his match, but but she left before Boa left. Yeah. Well, he no right. No, he he won, came back, and, and she's then gone. She, poof, disappeared. She deuced. She deuced his. So she's gone. Now Boa's here, and he's got face paint that looks like her mm. face paint, and he's going up against Joe Gacy. Yeah. Okay. So Joe Gacy puts him in a few holds here, but Boa comes back. There's. Running knee strike. There's this beautiful looking butterfly suplex. Oh from yeah, Boa. from Boa. Yeah, it looked very nice. Yeah, it did. And he's beating up with these roundhouse kicks. As the lights start to change colors to red, and they start to flicker and go on and off. I thought Finn Balor's demon was oh, showing. It was exactly up. the Finn Balor. Thing. It's literally the same thing. And the guy's even wearing face paint. And he starts. There starts to glowing, and he starts to like raise his body up and. He grabs Gacy and puts him in the the choke, the choke tongue and the, the death one Mei Ying's been using. Yeah. yeah, and the commentary goes quiet for this because it's like the sound. There's like this like tone or music Ooh. playing. It's fucking shit. And Gacy's in the ropes though, but he's not breaking. Bo's not breaking this hold, so the ref calls it a five and disqualifies him. Therefore, Gacy wins the match, but he's laid out. He's put to rest or to sleep from this this choke from boa so there's a lot to take in <laughs> he does he does uh gacy he's going holland we did it we did it we won because when they announce him as the winner yeah via dq yeah <laughs> i i didn't like it when they did it with finn Balor. <laughs> that was what four weeks ago three weeks ago probably a while ago now, this yeah. is your same company how are you just how are you recycling the same shit that you did on the other channel, like on actually on the same thing. Yeah. You know, like on your, 
Yeah, yeah. From like weeks ago. It it's so hokey. It doesn't work for me. Um, okay, this stuff. But again, for those keeping score here, um, Mei Ying disappeared after Boa won. Is Boa is now Mei Ying? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's now making possessed sure. by Mei Ying. All right, just getting. making sure everyone at home keep keeping up here, yeah. keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, and then he's going to meet a girl called Karen soon, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Boa's now been. Okay, so Joe Gacy's like, "Yo, Boa, you're fucking wearing a mask, you little bitch. I'm gonna beat you up. We all wear masks." And then Boa, who never wore a mask ever in his life, comes out and is wearing a face paint mask. mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the lights turn on and he chokes this, them. It also felt what? like they went, we never got to do that. Remember there was that match, I think it was for SummerSlam. It was going to be Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor, but it was going to be Sister Abigail right. of course, I versus guess. Finn Balor. Yeah, the and graphic. then the match got pulled due to, was it Bray was ill or something? There was an injury or something, the match got pulled. Right. Um, and it was going to be the pumpkin versus the, the woman. <laughs> That's right, pumpkin king. So versus... they were like, oh, I really wish we could do that. What's Boa doing at the moment? <laughs> I don't know, let's that, possess him. Let's possess him by this old woman. Possessed by vape. And then get him, at least he wasn't doing the humping the floor like Finn. I mean, I missed that. It needed that. It needed the humping. It just looked hump. bad. The light this was bad. Him. This was so it was shit. Bad. It was so bad. So yeah, he's been possessed is what they're trying to tell us yeah. by Mei Ying. Gacy's great though. I love, the, I love that he... He's like, has been choked out but one, so he's like smiling about it. And he's, he's, he's constantly calling Harland is kind of creepy. It's a safe space. Look, he got attacked. Doesn't mean he needs to attack back. He's like, whoa, you're going through your own personal issues, and I'm sorry. Like, yeah. please hope you handle them and stuff. Yeah, this was, <laughs> this is so funny. I, well, I guess Tian Sha isn't dead. Wow, we, we, we poured one out and it was too soon. So pour it back in. Pour it back in. For Mei Ying. through Boa. Hit that vape right now, one time for, for Mei Ying. This should just pass on forever. Boa should eventually just disappear and he's passed it on to like... It's like the grudge. To like Casey Catanzaro and now she's the old woman and then she'll pass it on to Maybe someone, someone else. Yeah, I think someone gives it to Dakota Kai later, actually. Yeah. <laughs> this is, is this basically the grudge, though? Is this now what it's like, being, you're being possessed? I think so, yeah. In the, in the like, the newest grudge movie, movie i think there's a new series too they've like changed it now it's like if you have the grudge in, in the, the house in japan and you go fuck this i don't want to live in this house with no grudge so you get on a plane and you go back to wherever you are now it follows you yeah this comes with plastic possession yeah plastic grudge so don't want no grudge but yeah there's this show has everything it's got toxic attraction mandy rose it's got possessions yeah poker rooms safe spaces well i don't know why people aren't watching nxt 2.0 honestly but what a match but it gets better let's welcome you guys to jacket time you think i can make this shit up and you everyone would believe me but i think this shit i make up wouldn't be as wild as hey some of this shit you I like want. jackets you like back to the future jacket time you know, every time is jacket time, and jacket time is right now. It shows what the fuck jacket time <laughs> is and how it... Hey, did you know Jiro and Kushida were Japanese? I am Japanese, and you are Japanese too. We are both Japanese. 
<laughs> that's the start that's of the literally promo. the start of the promo and then it cuts away to diamond mine like these evil villains watching it on a screen as they're training in their gym i did think that fade was pretty pretty nice okay so the video they're watching in the gym was from a few weeks ago they're in their halloween costumes mm. and jiro and kushida became friends in their wrestling old school wrestling gear and then they're like doing this like like greeting thing. I don't know. I've watched this promo on Twitter like sixteen times the other day. They're doing the classic wrestling, like yeah. grappling. Thing. Yeah, like Brian and Gulak would do this a lot yeah. when they when they yeah. would. But they're in the gear, and he's like, "Hey, you're Japanese. I'm Japanese. I guess we're a tag team." <laughs> Fuck. So jacket time. The coolest new tag team on the block are here. When's Kushida's contract up? <laughs> So Jiro and Kushida, you mentioned the video is playing and then it fades into the Diamond Mine are actually projecting it. So the Diamond Mine probably watched it as many times as I did this week. (laughs) Watching Kushida and this guy dance as they're in the gear. I Google image jacket time and it's come up with a lot of Daniel Craig, Brad Pitt and Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Do they wear jackets? I guess so. The big fans jacket time. Uh, do you see, uh, Leo with Bezos is, uh, this is Jeff Bezos and I think his, his new girlfriend or right. wife or something. I don't know, but like she was all in on Leo. Who's going to be Jim Jones in a movie. Okay. It's going to be lit. Uh, jacket time versus diamond mine, diamond mine. They say we've been watching, we're ready. And we see the Creed bros. They're sparring. Um, Malcolm Bivens calls Kushida and Jiro Millie Vanillies because they're impersonating people they're the imperium are impersonating champions and these guys are going to beat jiro and kushida and then we're going to take out for the titles roddy beat odyssey jones like he owes him money and knowing odyssey jones he probably does so tonight jiro and kushida versus the creed bros yeah yeah i like the the style of pro malcolm bivens is awesome i like the i like it coming from the gym i like watching them sort of training in the background I thought the the kind of fade from the actual promo to having them watch it was pretty different. Um, I'm really liking everything about these uh, this Diamond Mine right now. Diamond Mine 2.0. It's yeah, it's definitely sure. working. Yeah, definitely. We go to Solo Sokoa backstage. He's being interviewed, but or is it Grayson Waller now? I'm getting confused of who I'm. Yeah, it's uh, Grayson Waller's getting interviewed. Yeah, it's Grayson Waller with Solo Sokoa, and Grayson tells... No, sorry, Solo Sokoa's being interviewed. Yeah. Um, Grayson Waller And Grayson in. Waller walks in. He says, uh, hey man, welcome to NXT, but I don't know if you know this, but LA Knight's actually been talking some shit about you. He's said you got no girls, because your name's Solo. And he's like, giving him a weird look. LA Knight comes in and goes, oh what, now you're, you're telling him that I'm saying things when I didn't even say it? And they want to fight, but Solo's in the middle. So Solo steps up and says, you know what? Why don't we settle these issues like men? Tonight, three men enter the ring. One man walks out. Let's have a match. So triple threat later tonight. Says like we sell things on the streets. That's right. He grew up on the streets. In the streets, three men walk in. One man walks out. Yeah. In the streets. In the streets. That's right. Um, we go to jacket time. <laughs> <laughs> jacket time their entrance is great it's the Giro's yeah they've got the jacket opens up and there's like a, a clock. clock in there ticking down <laughs> what the 
fuck is Jacket Time? Oh my god. I like these guys, but it's just the name. It's Jacket Time. Uh, jacket Time's better than any tag I team. I think Jiro's ever. having the greatest time of his life. You think he's like, wow, this is the greatest this thing ever? This is awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm in Jacket Time now with Kushida. <laughs> uh, mate, I'm on TV this Jacket week? Time's not now, then, there, present, future. Jacket Time is... Always, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing. Uh, I I was inspired by Jiro's jacket. jacket today, so I'm wearing my watermelon t-shirt. No, he was shirt. he was wearing a watermelon jacket. Yeah, yeah. I want it. Well, now we got to wear jackets for jacket time. Every time the jacket time's on, you put a jacket on. Jacket. <laughs> and I'm not sure if anyone knows, but he wrestles in the jacket. <laughs> Just letting everyone know that. Um, so jacket time's going up against the Creed Bros. I wrote Giro, and I swear my spell check corrected it to Giro, like the food, oh, the wrap. Yeah, so it knows it knows me, it knows me well. Uh, there is some cool offense from Giro. He's pretty quick in here, uh, but he gets caught by Brutus and Julius. They start tagging in and out, hitting some pretty sweet side slams. Their wrestling is awesome. Yeah, Giro was quite cool at the beginning because I think it was uh, Brutus tried to do just like some classic amateur wrestling and yeah. he just flipped out of it and way <laughs> flashed his jacket yeah it's pretty much like him flashing but he's not flashing because yeah. he's wearing trunks but yeah he's pretty much the flat it's a flasher thing like if he was on raw he'd be the flasher yeah gimmick, no problem uh kushida's in of course he's hitting some sweet moves uh working on the arms um it's wade barrett on commentary that says jacket time has to be the absolute worst tag team name of all time when Vic and Beth are so quick to jump on the gun and say, "What about was it Techno Team?" and then Vic says, "What about the What about the core with two R's?" and then Wade goes, "Yeah, all right, <laughs> you, you got me." Uh, Kushida and Jiro gain some offense. They hit the double cartwheel into the double drop kicks. Jiro hits a pretty sweet looking Swanton bomb, uh, but eventually the 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 baddies gain control. We get a sweet looking gut wrench power bomb on Jiro, and the Creed Bros get the win. Pretty enjoyable. I I I'm really loving uh, the Creed Brothers here. Um, I think they're they're awesome, and really can't wait to see them against Imperium, which I think will get down the line. Yeah, I uh, think that's the War Games tag match. But pretty fun match, I think. Like, yeah, Jiro's obviously going to take the pin, but Jacket Time's pretty fun, and it. It puts these guys over as bad guys because they're just beating up this beloved jacket time. Jacket Everyone's time. favorite tag team. <laughs> it keeps reminding me of the Blink-182 album, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. <laughs> that's that's Jiro's favorite Blink album for sure. Well, after this, Odyssey Jones comes in and he attacks Diamond Mine because he's pissed off by what they said and what's been going on with them. Yeah, Roddy beat him and then beat him down yeah. afterwards the other week. Right? So it looks like we might get Diamond Mine versus... Jacket Time Jones. <laughs> Six-man tag? Six-man down the line. War Games? Jacket, <laughs> jacket Time War in War Games? You could do the... They did the three versus three versus three before, didn't they? In the old days? Do Creed Brothers. Do Legado. Do Jacket Time Jones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> jacket Time... It's the greatest tag team... You, you, you're you're missing out if you're not taking part in watching Jacket Time. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. We go to more toxic attraction. But make sure we get a shot of them walking and we'll be from behind of them. This is just them leaving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're leaving, guys. You can, you can turn off the show now. Toxic attraction's over. But 
they're in the parking lot and they're walking out and they're like, Hey, toxic attraction, where are you going? They're like, yo, we're fucking going home. Leave us alone. And they say toxic attraction is the attraction when they're all cutting promos on all the people they were beating tonight, when they hear a noise like a revving of an engine and they take a few steps back and in comes Raquel Gonzalez on her motorcycle and she kind of yells at her. It's kind of loud, so you can't really hear her, but she says, hey, uh, Chiquita, Mandy Rose, keep my title warm. I'll be coming back for it. And drives off on her motorcycle like The Undertaker. She goes like one of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barn sets on fire with a cross behind her and she... Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> drives off. <laughs> so Raquel, Raquel drives off and Toxic Attraction leave. They didn't get hurt, though. They're lucky. In, see, NXT 2.0, parking lot soft. Yeah. It's not the same. I miss the old parking lot when you never knew who would get attacked, would get attacked. who would get kidnapped. Nowadays, soft. Yeah. People let you know when they're driving by. Hold on. Back in the day, they'd hit you with their car. Not totally these agree. Days. These kids in their NXT 2.0, they don't know what it was like. Back in my day, the NXT parking lot meant something. The streets, respect. Now it's soft. Raquel Gonzalez comes out. She comes down to the ring. She calls out Dakota Kai. Dakota comes out. And it got a different look. Her pink hair, like up kind of in these weird, kind of giving me what's Alexa Bliss's vibe thing. Does she have a name for her character? Lily? I don't know. Lily, yeah, Lily's the doll. the doll. Just Alexa Bliss. Isn't it? Yeah. Really? They never gave her another name? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's how much I watched <laughs> that shit, dude. Uh, Raquel calls out Dakota, and Dakota's, again, acting very kind of She's spooky. like twitchy. She's, yeah, yeah, she keeps on doing these twitches. She's like kind of a bit like demented now, right? Yeah. So Dakota's clearly got the grudge, and she's laughing and laughing and... Raquel is like, hey, I, I want to fight you. I want my revenge. Dakota starts to talk, but she's attacked by Cora Jade. Yeah, that's right. So Dakota gets, they get pulled apart. Dakota runs off. Raquel says, Cora, you know, good of you to get your revenge, but get in line because she's mine first. And Cora kind of stares at her, but gives her a fist bump and Raquel fist bumps her back. So. No, Raquel swatted it away. It looked like she, she no, fist bumped she it. was like, get off. Get out of here. Yeah, so uh, a lot going on, but they literally took one of the best characters they got going in Dakota Kai and kind of making it weird. Yeah, I don't... They're giving her a character, exactly, and I don't think you can just have Dakota be have a bit more of an edge. She was vicious enough before anyway, but I'm not liking this twitchy... Uh, it's It's kind of... It, not quite as I can see it going to be like the old Nikki Cross, you know. It feels like it's going in that direction, right? I'm right. like, please don't do that. I know we <laughs> took out Alistair Black, but I I don't mind the uh, as a little like they've been featuring Cora Jade a bit recently. I think they're just doing this to like get her to work with some of the more experienced people here in Dakota and Raquel. Um, obviously, the the main story is. Uh, Dakota, but I don't mind setting up another match between her and Cora in between that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's weird. Like, you had the great story with Dakota and Raquel, and you somehow managed to go in this direction out of all the directions? Well, it's... I feel... I feel that story was done. I think Dakota... Maybe the plans were for her to go up 
and that didn't happen. So now she's back and it's like, shall we just rerun this feud, get one more match out of it? Yeah. The story kind of felt over. It felt it? over, but you can always go back to and rematch and stuff. But really, not in this direction is mm. not what I would have kind of done. The twitching, the Dakota's better than this, I yeah. think. And it's kind of weird. It's not working for me. We go to Chase University. Did somebody say? Did somebody say? <laughs> Andre Chase, he's in his university class lecture. He says, today's lesson is about two words, mental toughness. And, well, Chase University breeds winners. And who here is a winner? Everyone's hand should be up. It all starts with mental toughness. Is there any questions? Someone says, yeah, what about uh, mental toughness like last week when you had that issue with the microphone? And he kind of gets upset that the student stepped up and said this. So he says, what's your name? Uh, Gabriel. He kind of looked like Ross Trent. He says, Gabriel, you dumbass. How dare you? And then it's literally kind of the same one we've kind of seen. I, I, I well, like this one. time. He's got a supporter. Yeah. He's got a kid in the class who uh, like called Gabriel out. Right. Uh, so I don't know if this this kid, his supporter, is possibly going to be a new character. Yeah. Maybe a new wrestler. He's a little like Weird. partner. Yeah. So uh, Chase University. Yeah, I, I find these somewhat entertaining. Don't yeah. really know where it's going. But if this is to introduce someone else, cool. Um, you don't know where it's going? Impact. <laughs> we go to GYV. Making an impact. These guys are going to make an impact here. Grizzled young veterans are watching NXT 2.0 every week. And they see Vaughn and Kyle having a beer, having a gas. They see the American-American guys. Briggs and Jensen. Cooking steak, having some beer. They're having a laugh. So GYV, they, they're throwing their, their hat in. They're like, yo, give us a shot. Let's do this. We have Grizzled Young Vets just out on the town in their suits, looking good, always looking the part. And uh, Zach Gibson, James Drake, they're walking around. They're, they're, they're doing some urban training today. James Drake says he's really hungry. Where are we going? I'm so hungry. And Gibson's like, we're doing urban training. And he says, look, we need to play dumb and prey on the good guys. So you're going to pretend you're hurt and the good guy will come over and help you. And therefore, I'm going to steal his phone and access his cash app. And then I'll deliver the food to us and we munch it all down. And we'll, that's how we'll get food. So they do that. Some guy helps and he takes the phone. And then the next scene is with all this takeout food and food delivery. And they say, see, if you can distract a stranger, you can distract a referee. It's like they're eating all the food in their suits, like outside somewhere. So, you know, Zach Gibson's from Liverpool, right? Do you know the stereotype about people from Liverpool? No. It's like... A lot of people, especially back in the day, used to be, you're going to get robbed in Liverpool. Right, like, okay. Scousers like to rob people. Right. And it's just quite funny that <laughs> they're robbing he's people, robbing people. But on Cash App. Yeah. Um, get the Cash the App. The differences between the... This was a bit weird, watching Gibson and Drake doing this, but they've got proper chemistry. These guys have been friends for a while and have been teaming for a while, and Zach Gibson is great on the mic. So... This, to me, was so much better. Like, the other things the last few weeks have been so bad that I found hilarious. Right. This, I've just been like, ah, that was a bit odd. But I think he's very good, Zach Gibson. So I didn't mind this so much. I think it 
But it looks like they're going to play this a lot into their tag matches, right? Where they're going to be trying to distract the ref in different ways. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people said Brit Res has been dead or Brit Res died a mm. year or two ago. But I think Brit Res officially died when I watched that Gibson do this promo. Really? <laughs> I, I didn't like, no, I didn't like this promo. I, I know that this guy is incredible on mm. the mic. Uh, specifically Gibson, I, I've liked what I've seen in that tournament. He was awesome. Of course, I've liked Grizzled Young Vets, but they're clearly going to continue doing this and they're going to, they're teaching each other on heel tactics that you can use in the ring. Yeah. Just like, I'm done they're with just, these. Like, I, feel I hated this. They're honestly. doing it, this show in general, WWE in general, I feel, are doing too many of these, like, vignette things these haha things and this isn't just a 2.0 thing this was happening with yeah. the way and cameron Grimes. it's happening a lot more it's, now though it's happened i mean is it since borash has joined i don't know it's like, just since the 2.0 like every week there's no, well, a tag team everyone yeah. has these things yeah but I, I don't need everything to be haha i don't need everything to be funny sure if if you've right. got the main show and then one of these okay but it's every sort of backstage like, thing has to be funny there's nothing that's going for serious. On yeah, show, I don't know. This there? this was like Los Guerreros, but like bootleg version. Like it was so like those were funny. I thought back in the day, mm. but this this no, I didn't like this at all. It feels so out of character. These guys are in suits. Why are you robbing? Like no. Also, like oh, I just took his phone and then I cashed. It's like you're just using these buzzwords with popular things and ca- like. Mm. There's there's so much better you can get out of these guys, and this was definitely not it for me. I I I thought it was as bad as the one last week, and I thought it was as bad oh, as the one. Before. No, because they couldn't act for shit. Last I don't week. know. I don't know. Zach Gibson's at least good, but yeah. it's like what he's what he's doing is still so stupid that I just like think it's so it's funny. fucking wrestling. Wrestling is stupid. No, but I mean it. It was just like the every like next week we're gonna get another team with on a mission. Probably. To like, yeah. I I thought it's bad. Just let them wrestle. I don't know. These guys also, like, they've been the tag team. But before NXT UK and the and the tournament, was Gibson and him a team? Or were they? Yeah. So they were a team yeah, yeah. beforehand. Oh, okay. Like, I like them. They should be killing. They've, they've been killing it in matches. And just since in this, like, reincarnation of NXT is, like, I wouldn't be surprised if these guys go back to NXT UK or get released. I Which is a shame because I think is, they're amazing. I do, like... I do somewhat understand these things because it's a way to... You don't have everyone wrestle every week, right? Yeah. And it's... If they're not wrestling, you give them a vignette. And if you're... Like, it is keeping them in our mind. Okay, they weren't wrestling this week. But the fact they're doing stuff with them, it's all to build two matches in the end. Um yeah, it, it's just too much of the same thing on this show for me. It's too much of the ha-ha. Especially I, I, MSK. I absolutely didn't mind this anywhere near as much as the previous yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Because they were embarrassing. Like, the guys can't fucking act. The writing was bad. At least here, it was a little cheeky. It's it's a scouser, like, fucking robbing people. It's Yeah. Like, and it's it does play to his character. It does fit in. Because they're, they're always cheating. They're always trying to distract the ref. Uh, I I like I, I see what you're saying with the like the connection there, but for me who did, doesn't know that it's it's literally just the same thing as MSK looking for a shaman. I'm like, what you you're telling me the NXT doesn't pay so well that you have to rob people for food? This guy's <laughs> say I'm so hungry, Gibson. Please, it's like, dog, you're wearing a suit. Mm. Like, maybe wear a t-shirt and buy. Well, some no, food. he's not robbing. He's I know, teaching it. I know. Like, it's just it's, it's I. I think there's so much better that you, these guys can do. I genuinely am a fan of, mm. of these guys. And I'm like, 
this is what we're getting out of it's it's the same thing how i feel of msk it's just this it's this show it's mm. whatever's creative elements here it's like oh man just just let him wrestle whatever happened to msk and, and these guys we thought we we're gonna get a takeover blow off mm. match never came to fruition instead they're off looking for shamans and robbing people maybe they meet in like the wild like these guys are in florida these guys are in florida they're looking they for did the have sh- the match didn't they they did it Recently, like never yeah. yeah it never got to what we kind of expected months mm. uh, they were building it for quite a while and then just kind of fell flat uh and and also the shoes off for gibson thing whenever it was in the uk mm. that shit looks so hot how did you not simply put that on a main thing like mm. that is something that could have got over i think like americans don't know about a lot of the footy chants and stuff like that so the guy using the shoes off for gibson like but then how like it's down to the crowd to do it like yeah we've seen wwe try to force things that are organic and it's right. gross they'll ruin it yeah which they're doing to goiv to me right now but yeah i really weird with the tag teams every week getting random videos but we didn't get briggs and jensen this week no they, unfortunately that- <laughs> They're out, they're too busy out there eating their steaks. Yeah. We go to Cameron Grimes, who's in a match uh, against Ru Feng. Ru Feng. Yeah, we've seen him before in uh, some, some uh, I don't want to say jobber matches, but ten- enhancement talent matches. Uh, Cameron Grimes gets on the offense, but Feng comes back. He locks in a weird-looking abdominal stretch here. Grimes comes back, though, with his classic drop kicks in the corner, very Daniel Bryan-esque here. Grimes the cross body off the top, and then the cave-in and gets the pin. Pretty quick squash match for Grimes here. The story is after the match. Like, yeah, I've got no yeah, the yeah, match. Okay. Just, Grimes wins. <laughs> this guy's a body. <laughs> Duke Hudson comes out. He's mad. And says, Cameron Grimes, last week you came into my poker room played with my chips and my cards and you you made a fool of me was it just dumb luck or did you dupe me and the crowd says dupe 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 and he calls cameron grimes a stupid little hick and says i lost a lot of money because of you and it's never gonna happen again and Grimes is like, whoa, man, what's with all the name calling? You're so mean. Yeah, you're just an ugly, filthy troll living under a bridge. Grimes says, I've had enough with this. And it says, it doesn't matter. And you can't hold Cameron Grimes down. So he challenges him to a poker showdown next week. Oh, boy. I'm surprised it's not on War Games. TBH. Uh, this, like, I hate all this poker room stuff. But I think this showed me how fucking good Cameron Grimes is because he does make me somewhat interested yeah. again like and and I said this throughout the whole LA night feud when he switched when like he's joking around and be like ah, like oh yeah. did I play him was I dupe and then when he was called like a troll and suddenly turned a bit serious like hey that's fucking didn't swear but you know he, yeah he got serious and I thought he sounded really good um and I think Duke Hudson seems capable as a performer, just this whole poker stuff is stupid. But I think these are two good performers here, and Grimes especially. So I think I'm kind of going with it because <laughs> last time I thought the whole... I wasn't sure with all the LA Knight Grimes stuff, and it turned out being a pretty good feud. So I think Grimes can actually make any of this shit work. Man, I can't... Uh, I got to disagree with you again. I don't... Like, last week it was... 
dead in water with the poker thing. It's like, okay. Oh, I like hate the, the poker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they're playing poker, but in the ring next week. Yeah. So that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> no, but I thought as a segment, I thought Grimes was great. Like, yeah. I, he's Gr- getting me Grimes more interested in it. Grimes is great. Don't get me wrong. Grimes is fantastic. I think he's kind of above this now. I think he's someone who who could have um, been a kind of wild card if he were to be on the Raw or SmackDown just because mm-hmm. of the stuff. Like, sorry, but months ago, like almost more than half a year ago, he's been doing this gimmick with the money. Maybe a year ago. Fuck. Mm. And talking about GameStop and, you know, that kind of stuff. That's so modern and what's been going on. That should easily like be something that's on the main roster. But uh, yeah, you, next week's title card says can't wait for next week. It's a poker room showdown in the middle of the ring. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd just say a match yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did prefer this to last week, actually just hearing them talk. And it's just so stupid. It's like, can we have something a bit more serious to fight over? Yeah. Than poker. poker. Yeah. Uh, the commentary were mentioning that Beth Phoenix has an album coming out. Okay. And after doing a quick Google to make sure my ears weren't deceiving me, that is correct. That Friday, November 12th, Beth Phoenix, meaning Beth Phoenix Copeland, releasing an album called Stone, Rose, and Bone on all major streaming services. Hmm. That's I didn't know she did music. Wow. So uh, we'll be interested to hear what uh, she's got going on. But I was like, wait, what? Just a throwaway comment there. Um, we go to Solo Sokoa versus LA Knight versus Grayson Waller. It's a triple threat match. Three men enter. One man walks out, as Solo said. And Solo takes them on. He's tired of their bickering because Grayson and, and LA Knight don't like each other. I don't know how Grayson Waller is supposed to be a babyface. He's such an unlikable guy here. All night. <sighs> Is he meant to be a baby face? Like, I, I can't know. tell. He's a dick. Like, yeah. he's, he's always yeah, on his he's phone. He's not likable. Yeah. Doesn't care if he wins or loses. Just wants to it's all about the bang a and chick <laughs> and point out how everyone else is single. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's really weird. It, it's weird. Uh, Solo finally starts beating them up. Knight gets dumped on the outside. Um, there's an elbow drop from Knight when he comes back in. There's a suplex stack thing where Solo pow- like, powerbombs them both off the top turnbuckle. Waller hits a pretty cool looking like stunner. Solo then throws him outside the ring, and I mean throws him, and then hits the flying splash tonight to get the win. And it's yeah, over. that throw to Waller was crazy. Yeah, he literally just—I don't know if he knew he went that far. It was, all, it was almost <laughs> like a full way slam, wasn't it? Like, just threw him through out. the outside. Yeah. See you later. Um, Solo Sako is just weird. He's all of his moves are exactly like the Usos. The Rikishi spots, like it's literally the same, and they still not mentioning it. I'm like, okay, like we know that he is. I feel like it would make things maybe work better. Not that it was an issue with this. It's just this. This didn't. Ha- I didn't have an issue with it. I have an issue with Knight and and uh, Waller because the the story is just so you're both assholes. So why do we care? But now entering Solo to kind of just job them both out. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think Solo Sokoa looks looks great. He looks fine. Yeah. Um, I feel it must just be a, a WWE thing where they want these guys to like get over on their own. I can totally see when he moves up to the main roster, him just getting a new name and just being an Uso. But For sure. I think maybe they're just like, hey, let's let's try and just not highlight that so much because let's take a bit of the pressure off. Clearly, we you look at him and it's like, well, it's obviously... Uh, yeah, yeah. 
but he take a bit like of the him. pressure off maybe than having that name attached. Um, He's doing yeah, everything they're, right. They're going to want him to wrestle like the Usos anyway, sure. right? Like it, it makes sense he, he wrestles like them. I think he looks really good. Um, he does. Match was fine. There was some cool stuff in it. Uh, just a bit like I didn't really like the one-upmanship with LA Knight and Grayson Waller. It's I just kind of at this point, can we just have... I'm sure the three of you could put on a really good match. And it's instead we're... And it, it, it was actually weird at this point, so early, because we've only seen Sokoa, what, once in a match? Yeah. And then beat up people? Yeah. Um, it was weird seeing him sell so much so soon in his run, because he was getting beaten down by the two for quite a lot at the beginning. It's got to learn sometime. I guess so. <laughs> when gets beat up by Roman, isn't that the initiation in the bloodline? You get I beat guess. up first? Yeah, bend the knee. Yeah. Uh, we go to Indy, Hartwell, and Persia backstage. They're being interviewed and they're talking about their loss at Halloween Havoc, but they're going to get back on the right track to get the titles. But uh, in walks Tony D'Angelo, who talks about uh, a family member and metal detectors, uh, more Italian stereotypes. I did love WWE posted a video. I think they posted it on their TikTok or something, which I'm not on, but they took it and posted it. And it's him doing the, you ever seen that meme of like the kid who thinks he's, Tony Soprano, like, hey, yo, Gabagool. Right. And it's him, like, doing that. And I'm like, yeah, that was you're pretty spot on. Uh, and he's also getting a, a rise out of people on Twitter for – he he did a poll. Do you call it sauce or gravy, which we've discussed on this show many times. Mm. And, of course, everyone says it's so, it's tomato sauce. It's not mm. tomato gravy. It's sauce. And now he purposely calls it gravy, gravy on, right. <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, he then says that uh, he's got a match next week against Dexter Loomis. And Indy, I'm going to beat Dexter so bad that, well, he's going to be he's going to be gone. He's going to be bye-bye. He's going to be sleeping with the fishes. So uh, it means you're going to be back on the market. So, like, you know, hit us up. And then he, I'm pretty sure he gives Persia money. He gives Indy money. And then he hands Indy a dead fish in some newspaper and says, give this to Dexter. He'll know what it means. Because he's going to be sleeping with the fishes. Mm. And she just holds the fish. And uh, she's taking a picture and put it on Twitter saying, like, looks good for dinner. <laughs> I like she, as like the segment ends, she just goes, Persia, is it dead? And she's like, yeah, of course it's dead. <laughs> yeah. It was like a nice little throwaway line. Yeah. Uh, so next week, Tony and Dexter. Tony and Dexter. So And he says. That's that- kind of Tony's first big match, actually, right? Like yeah. he's only been against enhancement talent so hopefully we get to see him do a bit more and see what he's capable of yeah yeah uh, even though pete dunn and he called up Pete dunn so i'm like oh okay yeah it felt like it was going that way and then dunn got maybe war games <laughs> well maybe we set up dunn and tony, tony next week for war games sure at the pay-per-view like a one-on-one match we get a video of champa it's kind of his view of what happened on the tour and the matches. And he cuts a little promo here. It shows clips of the match with Sammy and Braun Breaker. And, of course, he, he won these matches because they said the title was on the line. You know how, how show how mm-hmm. show things go. Uh, he, he basically gets Braun over and talks about being the champion here in NXT. Solid promo. He, he puts over kind of the whole yeah. roster, really, and all the young people and that. He's been working with them and he sees the future's bright. Yeah. Um. Then it's Electra Lopez, who, before going to break, says she's got a match. And, hey, Zion Quinn, I hope you're watching. I want to see you out there later. So she she's, like, calling him out. Mm-hmm. Again, two weeks in a row. 
Alexa Lopez is going up against Erica Yan. Not super familiar with her here, but she's got kind of a Harley Quinn thing going on. The two colors and the... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Erica Yan tries to get some offense in, but uh, Electra Lopez beats her up. Eventually, it's the Blue Thunder Bomb that she's been using and gets the pin. Yeah, it just kills her. Just again, just not, like that. not really a match. NXT 2.0. Uh, Electra grabs the mic and says, Zion Quinn, come on out here. I want to talk to you. So he comes out, and now she's standing with Legato del Fantasma. And when I say Legato del Fantasma, you know I mean with King Wilde and Raul Mendoza, but. I think I asked this last week. Hashtag, where's Santos? Because mm. he's not here. So we wonder, oh, where is he? Well, Zion comes to the ring and she goes, Zion, I have something to ask you. How would you like to join Legado del Fantasma? And uh, he says, you know, you guys are amazing. Electra, you really are amazing. But I just can't get down with Legato. And Joaquin Wilde says, no one says no to Legato as they try to attack him, but he beats the shit out of both of them and then kind of dances with Electra inadvertently. She goes to slap him. So he catches one arm and then she goes slap with the other. She, he catches the other. And so he spins her and dips her. Right. And then they stare down mm. and then he walks off as she stops Legato from attacking him, more, like uh, trying to attack him, even though they got beat up. So, uh, yeah, another, I wonder if, Santos maybe wasn't there because they don't want him to be beaten up. Like yeah. Legado, like Joaquin and Raul are expendable. You can have this guy just murder him. But if you have the three guys there, maybe maybe they're building to yeah. Zion and Santos down the line. Yeah, I it, it sucks. We've been watching these guys for quite a while now, and it's like just to have this them in this role. They should be in a bigger position. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, or maybe is. Are they done? I mean, I feel like we've done the call-ups already. So I, I can't see Santos being called up anytime soon. Because maybe, I mean, if he is called up, it, it kind of makes sense. Like, Electra Lopez is more like the manager role, which th- this is the first week she's really been in that role. Like yeah, she's, she's the mouthpiece, she's for sure. She's yeah. like the head of Legado here. Um, I don't want to be that guy, but I, you're not that guy, pal. But... Um, Problem with NXT used to be, hey, any of the characters we like watching on this show will just get plucked and put on Raw or SmackDown. The problem with NXT these days is, hey, we don't know if they're going to be fired the next day. Yeah. So when I see a tag I mean, team... that's the whole company. Exactly. Right now, so yeah. when I see Legato Del Fantasma, who's been like a highlight of the TV, like if without this team, they've put on a lot of good mm. stuff for TV in the past year plus... And they're just getting jobbed out to the to the the guy who was singing and now he's dancing this week. Makes me not like hopeful. A lo- among other things on this show, makes me go, why do I like why flip the table over? If every time I watch something, the next week they could be released. Mm. If you get beat up, it shows that you're getting fired. And us fans, we catch on to this kind of thing. I'm not saying these guys are getting fired, but I hope they do not. But it's like, is that what this is like becoming to? The, the the fresh coat of paint over the black and gold with all the colors now means we're getting away from all these other people. So is that what's going to happen? Is our Johnny's, our Kyle's, our Pete's, our Legato's, like literally everyone from before, if you're not called up, there's the door. Is that what's happening? Because that's what I keep like, not saying, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm literally not a, a psychic, but are we going to continue to see that pattern of these guys get beat up and then they're fired? Because it happens a lot now. 
So it's like, oh man. I don't know. Yeah. As, as a fan, you're like, man, like, fuck. They were killing it on TV for the past while. We kept, we kept. They, yeah, but these guys have never been winners. No. Like Legado, they've, they've always been the job tag team. Well, they've Santos, good matches, yeah, yeah. but they're, they're not tag champions. They've, Santos was cruiser champ, but again, well, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And, but again, like Santos wasn't there this week. So maybe it is because they don't want him to job to this Zion Quinn guy. I don't know. Yeah. It's, you're right. Like it's, you don't know who's safe and it does definitely take the enjoyment out of watching when yeah. anyone could be fired. And it is, it is frustrating when nothing's really, there's no mention of why Santos isn't there. That's what I find annoying. There's no like, oh, Santos is on business somewhere or just something like a throwaway line. Nothing. We're not getting any of that. And it was kind of the same where Zaya Lee, we're going, well, where's Zaya gone? Oh. And then she's just on SmackDown. And it's like, well, this whole Tian Shah thing was for Zaya Lee, it felt like. And now you're just, we're going to notice when she's not there. If you're doing TN Shah stuff. Yeah. Just a little while ago, we had Hit Row and Legado del Fantasma. And we were like, oh, if this is going this route, then come fall time, we're going to get a war games between these mm. two teams or something. And I, we forgot to mention BFAB earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for BFAB, who just feel, I feel like just was getting started and yeah. instantly gone. So that's definitely a, a weird thing there as well. But yeah. Uh, which then leads us into announcements for War Games. We've kind of mm-hmm. already talked about it. But yeah, they've announced December 5th. They originally just said the logo is NXT War Games. And we both noticed, didn't say TakeOver. But then when you go to their socials, they still are using the hashtag. So I'm like, uh Yeah. I don't know. The logo is just NXT. Yeah. I, th- I feel we're not going to see the TakeOver thing. Yeah. But. Yeah. But NXT War Games, Sunday, December 5th. Is happening. So yeah, uh, we've kind of, we've talked about the women's, maybe if there's a mm. women's war game, maybe there's just one war games match. I don't know, but, uh, some of the matches I think we might get. I was thinking Johnny versus Carmelo Hayes, but uh, I don't know if that's the direction. Maybe the whole theme, like we have Survivor Series is Raw v SmackDown. What if the whole theme of this is 2.0 versus 1.0? Right. So like Carmelo v Johnny, you have like yeah. a five, the four and four or the five and five, whatever. Yeah. If like that could be interesting. Around. Like yeah. Bron Champa again, maybe. True, true. Pete versus Champa. Don versus um, Champa. Pete versus. Champa. Oh, I thought we said versus. What's his name? Carmelo. Tony D'Angelo. Oh right, true. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Now you could do a whole card like that, maybe. Uh, at up next podcast, which should be the takeover? Or sorry, NXT War Games show they're probably still working i feel like they might keep the takeover name even though it's not quite what it was kyle o'reilly is backstage they're talking about his loss with his tag partner vaughn last week and they're like look at the tape vaughn's foot was on the rope and kyle's like yeah it's okay and then kyle o'reilly says a very interesting line he says been thinking of my career lately and a lot of things are uncertain he says but we got a lot of people wondering but i don't care me and Vaughn, I, I feel like we got something special here. We got our ass set on the tag team titles. As he's interrupted by Imperium, the NXT tag champs. They're laughing. They're looking like champions. They're, they're looking clean, fresh with their gear here. They're, they're clothes. And they say, looks like we got a problem. And Vaughn steps in now. Big, ba- big bad Vaughn, Vader, Vaughn Wagner, and says, you got a problem. Like, step up. And Imperium says, 
you couldn't beat us on your best day as they walk off. So clearly we're, we are going to go in this direction with Kyle and Vaughn versus Imperium. Yeah. Kyle mentioned like, do I turn my back on my singles career? Yeah. Or because what I've got with Vaughn is very special. It's he's, uh, he's a bit of a loser right now, isn't he? (laughs) Kyle. I love Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. It's we love Kyle, but like what's going on, man. So I don't want to like, I know I've brought up RK Bro a couple of times yeah. tonight. Yeah, but your favorite. Like yesterday, like Riddle's like, why didn't why didn't you help out the street profits, Randy? He's like, I don't care about them. I don't care about anyone. Like I care about holding this title. And you got Kyle tonight going, ah, oh, I wanted to be a singles act, and I've been in a team all of my career here, and I was trying to follow this singles career, but oh, this Von guy. <laughs> <laughs> Really like this Vaughn guy. Wish I could quit you. It's like, come on, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, Kyle O'Reilly should be all elite. <laughs> I'm going to say it until it happens. Someone in the Twitch chat just earlier was like, hey, guys, uh, Johnny Gargano's merch on WWE Shop all just got dropped in price, clearance. I mean, that's a tale. In these days, fans are quick to the to jump there. But we saw Johnny at the end of this show, so I don't know. They're still teasing that match. Um yeah, I didn't, I didn't like, I want to see Kyle and Vaughn versus Imperium. That should be an actual pretty good match. Uh, but I'm not liking this, this character from Kyle. You're right. It's, he's th- not very good. Let's be honest. He's not good he, on the mic. He, and like, this stuff isn't helping him. This isn't all. helping. No, no. I love Kyle, but this, yeah, this isn't it for sure. He's just chilling. It's like he's just floundering around. He's just dancing around until what? Are you going to stay? You're going to leave? There was, there was what? Johnny and, Kyle were on dark matches on SmackDown or something. Yeah. So like, what was that? Was Vince like, oh, let me let me see what they look like. They get in the ring and then, no. Is that, is that how this works? Like, fuck. Like, man. Well, we get uh, announcements next week. Tony versus Dexter and then the poker showdown. But main event, Carmelo Hayes versus Pete Dunn uh, with Trick Williams on the outside for Hayes. We get Hayes beating up on Dunn. There's a flying clothesline that always looks sweet. Sweet. The crowd starts chanting, whoop that trick, and then bruiserweight back and forth. Pete comes back, starts kicking Carmelo's arm so he can't do that clothesline again. On the outside, Pete hits an X-plex on the apron. This is when Dexter Loomis joins commentary. Yes, you heard that right. He puts the headset on but doesn't say anything. When they go to break, Dunn's beating on Hayes with his surfboard and then this leg stomp. Pete Dunn just uh, showing it how it's done. There's then um, commentary talking about Dexter. Any words of advice? You know, newlyweds. He's quiet. And Beth says, yeah, that's the best way for a new husband to be. Uh, Pete then starts attacking Mello's knees. Again, more knee breakers. Mello comes back, though, with this flying, jumping, crazy-looking code breaker, which turns Pete, like, inside out. Looked mm. awesome. Spiked him. Then there's a huge lariat where both guys are down. There's then Pete just leveling Mello in midair with a forearm. He goes for the X-Plex again, but Hayes counters this in midair, the suplex lift, into a cutter, which is awesome. I remember playing some of the SmackDown versus Raw where you could create finishers, like a suplex lift into the thing no one really ever does. So honestly, it could be a finish, but Pete gets out of it. Mello then hits this crazy fast-looking satellite spin into the Gargano escape. Just like Johnny, yeah. Yeah, looked fantastic. But eventually, Dunn works on the fingers, finger stomps, finger stomps again. Trick tries to get involved. He looks like he's got his boot ready. 
because we know Trick likes using his boot for some reason. But this is when Dexter beats him up and takes it away, leaving Carmelo distracted. He's waiting there. And Johnny, on the other side of the ring, dressed as Dexter, just grabs at the foot of Hayes, scaring him, which allows a distraction. And Pete hits the bitter end and pins Carmelo Hayes. A really great match. Uh, Really, really good. Um, Yeah, Carmelo's been looking great since he's come into NXT. And done. we've kind of missed him. We haven't seen i feel like we haven't seen a singles match from pete for a while uh yeah i really enjoyed this and the crowd i thought the crowd tonight were pretty awesome and they really got into this and i thought it elevated the match how into this match they were um it was a shame i felt the the timing was just slightly off at the end yeah, with gargano yeah, yeah, it was yeah. kind of like they were waiting yeah for he it, was waiting for and a it while kind of just went ah oh, because it it was going so well um but i think this is the right thing it kind of keeps uh, it furthers that feud between Johnny and Carmelo. It keeps Pete in the picture with a prominent win. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought this was a really good main event to the show. Uh, honestly, did not like this episode of NXT, but this match was awesome. Definitely check this match out. Uh, loved it. Loved this match. Honestly, pull it back again. And Carmelo Hayes should be a huge star in WWE. I mentioned I don't like his mouthpiece because I feel like he's a better talker than Trick Williams, Mm. who's in to be his mouthpiece. I can't stand that guy. Uh, But Carmelo is amazing. In ring, he's going toe-to-toe with Pete Dunne, who I think has become a master of this pro wrestling thing. Like, everything he does now, he's hitting the the Liger bomb. He's hitting the finger stuff. Like, he should be a bigger deal, I think, in, in wrestling. I think it's another misstep in the world of WWE. Like, the fire was hot with Pete, like, three years ago and he's he's just he's gotten better but he's just still chilling here so it's like oh man you could be tying it up with so many good people i genuinely think pete has become one of the better workers in this company and he's just still in this spot that he's been hanging around like ridge is now gone so it's like he's still here but honestly this was a cracker this was this was a lot of fun and it it shows promise if they're like clearly putting stock in carmelo hayes putting the title on him and then doing stuff like this it's like okay if you're gonna give them NXT, like a year ago, they were going like your main event would get 20 minutes. This got about like, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes. So it got some time comparing to what we've seen since 2.0. This was my favorite thing 2.0 has had. And it's just this main event block between two wrestlers because that's what I like watching the show for. So hats off to Hayes and Dunn. They honestly, great match. Yeah, the ending with Johnny. He clearly was supposed to grab him earlier, but what, whatever. It's just mistimed. I think, I think we're getting Hayes versus Johnny December 5th at War Games. Yeah. Johnny loses, and we'll see him in Dynamite in a few months. Yeah, possibly. Um, it's it's interesting this War Games, and it is. I am glad we've got something we're building to yeah. a big event. Like we had Halloween Havoc. It's they've thrown a lot of new people and a lot of new people to TV on, and I think I think this kind of main actual feuds we've got with like your your vets if we say and the new stuff new people should be okay should be pretty good these matches carmelo has more than proved his, himself so far for sure for sure and him versus johnny i think is going to be nuts so i i do think war games will be good i think it's still it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of bad comedy so much bad comedy um this was a more wrestling heavy show i felt though despite all the backstage stuff we did i i quite liked it wasn't long, but I, I like Kaylee Ray Saray. Um, I didn't mind the opener either. 
and I do like the Creed Brothers. So there is definitely stuff to like, and I, I did like this main event a lot. Um, just, yeah, just cut out like, these stupid comedy bits. Yeah, I know. I mean, every, uh, every week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, we, we get dinner before, when we watch NXT and Dynamite for these, getting ready for these podcasts. We hang, we're roommates and we hang out and watch. I know one thing after watching this episode of NXT is we don't have to pay for food anymore. We just need to start robbing people. You just start to pretend you're injured, and then I'll take their phone. We don't have Cash App in Canada, though, which is literally one of the worst things about being in Canada. Mm. If there's only anything, we don't have Cash App or Venmo. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to pay for our wings next week. But uh, Hayes, and, Hayes and Dunn definitely made me go, um, that was good. So, everything else, though, uh, yeah. <laughs> we leave feedback every week on forum.postwrestling.com and the Up Next Facebook group, which hasn't been deleted. So please <laughs> go and join that. Um, and I'm going to start off on the forum with JPK, who says, First hour dragged, but the second hour was a lot of fun. A more wrestling heavy episode this week. Not enough index and Tony nipple stuff, but that will be remedied next week, thankfully. Love the main event. Overall, a fine show. 6.5 out of 10. All right, we go to Fire Frank. Oh, he he's, he speaks. He's here. EO being EO. Yep. Kaylee Ray looking dominant and sending a message to Mandy. Boa channeling Mei Ying and Meng. Dexter sleeping with the fishes. War games. Tonight's main event was fire. I enjoyed more than I didn't tonight, even if it isn't the popular opinion with some of these wacky segments, not including MSK, GYV stuff in the enjoyment part. So I don't think he likes them. But a solid 6.5 on the Chase University grading scale. P.S. Survivor Series draft is on. See you in eight days. Eight days. Eight days. Eight days. Yes. We go to Corey who says, I did not like tonight's show like at all. So they had the baby faces lose to the heels. So now technically none of the women on the losing team should be anywhere near the title picture. Wonderful booking from the folks in WWE. Also, JC looked absolutely terrible in that match. They had Kaylee Ray, a heel, squash Saray, a face, in less than five minutes. There goes another potential challenger for Mandy, with Saray being pretty easily pushed aside. I don't think Kaylee Ray's a heel. Um, I think they... What? No, she's a heel. No, they're making her the challenger for Mandy. Uh, okay. They had the stare down. Oh. I think she's got an edge. No, I... what's she done heelish? She's been in a rage room. Yeah, I... I don't see her as this reintroduction. I see her as someone who is being overlooked and she's I see her as feisty. Um, but yeah, it's, it's her and Mandy is definitely the direction they're going. Uh, continues, the Boa-Gacy match absolutely sucked. Worst part is they are giving Boa a spooky supernatural gimmick, which makes it even worse. At this point, I think I opened up my phone and started playing various games on it, so pretty much stopped paying attention outside of the major talking points. This show sucks, and it's getting worse and worse every week. I also want Saray out of this godforsaken company and into a promotion that will actually treat her with respect. Maybe her latest tweet is a sign of change coming, but until WWE actually acknowledges said tweet, I think she may have been incredibly frustrated with her status in the company right now. Her tweet is, Saray is lost. Nothing I do is working as planned. Why can't I win? Hmm. I think she's just in kayfabe. I think that's character. Because she I lost. We go to Dylan who writes in, NXT 2.0 is throwing a lot at the wall to see what sticks. Problem is, there's a mess on the floor. The entire main event, Solo Sokoa, KLR had great showings. The Creed brothers look great, but I can't get over the name. Jacket time. Grimes is great, but he's stuck in a poker feud. And Hudson's, Hudson can't cut a promo. Zion Quinn is great, but he's stuck in the fucking Cinemax flick. 
Yeah, I thought I saw him somewhere before. Gacy is great, but he was fodder for a worse redo of the demon's power-up from Extreme Rules. I think he means Boa. <laughs> oh, and they decided to ruin GYV. No, he was fodder for. Oh, sorry, was, sorry, yeah. right. And they decided to ruin GYV for no reason. NXT 2.0 needs to trim the fat. War Games should be fun. North American title triple threat seems to be on deck, and that's a takeover-worthy match. Who do you see competes in the War Games? Oh, so he thinks it'll be... What, Don Carmelo and Gargano, a three-way? I'd rather just a singles. I think I'd rather a singles. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And War Games, uh, what do you... I don't know. Uh, I think Champa should be in a title match. Unless Champa's in some sort of War Games mm. match. Old brand versus new. Yeah, I think you could do old v new with Champa. Um Yeah. And we finish with Sean, who says, This week's episode was much more of a mixed bag than the last few. Far more misses than hits. The opening tag match was okay, but there were some real rough spots. Gigi and JC were definitely the weak links. They they are just a few steps slower than everyone else in the match. Less crisp. They slowed the whole match down, and the action suffered for it. Uh, Kaylee Ray and Saray had a nice match, though Kaylee Ray seemed to be working off a bit of rust. Saray needs something to elevate her to that next level because she is too good to stay a second fiddle. The Jacket Time Cree Brothers match was also good, but that Jacket Time name is going to take some getting used to. I really dig Solo Sokoa. Uh, tough, violent, no-nonsense. He needs to move up the card quickly. I also like the fire from Cora Jade when she jumped Dakota. Is it weird I want to see her and Dakota more than Raquel and Dakota? Everything about the main event was fire but it was not enough to make up for the long list of things that did not land. Whether it was Poker Envy, Thirsty Madrinas, Spooky Chinese Demons, GYV as Pickpockets, Dead Fish or MSK's Excellent Adventure, any positive momentum on the show was immediately squashed at every turn. 2.0 has a lot of work to do if they are going to put on a War Games event worthy of the name. Yeah, I mean... When you think war games and all these new people, it's like, should they really be competing in a war games match if, like, they're mm. kind of new? You know, it's it's a lot to put on your body and physically yeah. straining, right? So it is like, oh, but uh, we're kind of already fantasy booking. It's like it kind of does would make sense whether it's Hayes Gargano one on one. You already got my attention. You got, I'll watch your show. Yeah, but if you're adding Pete in that, that sounds pretty good too. But I would prefer a singles. I'd prefer maybe Pete beating. Hayes, when Hayes says he's the true champion, Pete's going to cut a promo and say, I beat the champion. I should be that champion or something mm. along those lines. I think Champa and Pete should be down the line. Yeah. But, uh, or at the. But again, it's NXT 2.0. They, these guys could be gone tomorrow. I don't know. So why does it matter? Uh, so that's NXT this week. Uh, we will be back. I, I know, I know it's, it's early, but we probably will be doing a watch along and a post show for yeah. TakeOver War Games or, sorry, NXT War Games on the 5th of December. So look forward to that. Uh, Reminder of watch along and post show for full gear this Saturday. We're going to be talking all about that. So that'll be fun. Come hang out on the Twitch with us because that's always a riot. And uh, yeah, hang out with us next Thursday as well for that Survivor Series draft live on Twitch. That's going to be a gas. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so many podcasts, so many things at Up Next Podcast, twi Twitter, Instagram for all the updates of all the shows, all the Patreon stuff and everything and i won't be here next week on up next no i'll be joined by john Cena, uh who will be filling your place for next week's nxt up next i'm going to jack harlow i'm sorry nice i'm sorry why are you sorry because i'm gonna be missed i think this is the first up next i'm missing yeah since i restarted the show Damn. i've missed other things but not not because i've been here for nxt 
but NXT 2.0 broke me, and they weren't here for me, so I'm going for a walk in the park. Uh, thank you guys for listening and supporting us. It means the world to us. Go give us a nice rating on Apple Podcasts. Go like us. Go RT. Everything. We love you. That's it. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And it's jacket time. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.